speaking of, uh, sorry, I just have to throw this out there. Speaking of DMs, one of my favorite things to do when I'm just hanging out, like, on looking at Instagram stories or something like that is when you will post, like, <laughs> creepy. Screenshots of my I <laughs> creepy you, DMs. I had a guy <laughs> message me the other day that said, hey, do news, do news ladies ever sell their used shoes that they've worn on the news? I would love your old shoes. What? <laughs> That's the weirdest one I've got to date. He was like, hey, like, I would love to have some of your shoes. And I was like, well, they smell like Swiss cheese because I have sweaty feet. But I guess I could sell them. I, I didn't say that, but I thought. How much you ruined this for Yeah, exactly. I know. I was like, you need money. But he was like, don't you ever sell, like, their used shoes? But, like, they have to be ones you've worn on TV. I was like, okay. Like, hey, this is Jerome. This is Ginger. And this is North Platte in a nutshell. And as you can see, if you are watching. Uh, we are joined by a couple of guests <laughs> that <laughs> may look familiar to some folks here in North Platte. We have Jason and Holly joining us. Yep. Um, thank you both for taking the time yeah, to come. Thank yeah, thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. Being super excited, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the reason we have you folks on is because you've been here about a year and a half. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for some people who may <laughs> or may not remember, uh, just to give a little bit of history, before you moved here, Holly, you jumped on No Limits North Platte. That's right. Um, and you said, hey, w my husband and I are going to be moving to North Platte. Yep. What is there to do? Kind of giving an idea yeah. of what the city has exactly. to offer. Um, and I think, I don't know, Ginger, shit show? Oh, it was a <laughs> shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be? A storm. Yes, it was a shit storm. It was a shit storm, yes. Of, <laughs> of negativity that shocked many of us. Well, and then what happened is we have friends, lots of friends who, you know, obviously – don't think the town is a shithole or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Like, no, okay, everybody stop. Yes. Let's go ahead and, and give them actually good things about yes. the community. Yes. And, and I think they did. Yeah. Right. I First actually pulled up the post right here that I posted. So May 31st, 2018. Hello, my husband and I just accepted jobs in North Platte. We're moving from Salt Lake City in two weeks. We have never been to Nebraska before. We've done Google research, but would love any local advice on the generals. Where's best to eat? Should I go to this place? Bring extra food. Get all your makeup before you move because there's no Sephora, etc. Thank you. And then there's 451 comments. Yeah. I, I, can't even, I couldn't even possibly read through them all. But a lot of them were negative. And then my boss screenshot, before we even moved here, she sent to my Gmail account, uh, my boss, Jackie Parm, Holly, so sorry. Some people are negative about our town. I know it happens everywhere, but I'm glad to see Kirsten Parker stood up for you. She runs the Golden Spike, and you'll get to know her. Then she screenshotted something, and I wasn't friends with Kirsten at this point, so I couldn't see it. So she, that's why she screenshotted and sent it to me. And she screenshotted my post in the No Limits, and she posted her personal page. Uh, it says, town proud moment needed. I'm furious after seeing this post. Someone posts how they're moving to our town, and people use it as a way to bash and tell her not to move here. Friends, please go on, public or private, and welcome this lady and let her know your favorite of North Platte and some positive advice. We need to drown out those negative Nellies. This woman has got me scared and wondering what the heck. And I cannot even express to you how many public and private messages I got. I couldn't even keep up with them. My inbox was destroyed. Like, I couldn't even write everybody back. Wow. It broke the it internet. It really did. <laughs> and then I moved here and people were like, hey, I was the one that messaged you. I'm like, I apologize. I got so many messages. I couldn't even write everything back. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So That's good. Yeah. Well, and that, I think, um, tracing that back year and a half is kind of the catalyst for a lot of things that happened here in a positive way. Yeah. Um, the I am North Platte hashtag started around that time. Yes. This podcast started around that time. Um, people, genuinely, the, the positive voices becoming louder than the negative voices really did start to pick up around that time. That's right. Um, all 
because everybody looked at those that post and they were like, "This is insane! Yeah. It, it's insanity!" Yeah. How? Uh, so I guess w- reading the negative comments mm-hmm. first, because that's what you got hit with first. Right. Yeah. What was your initial thought? Was it like, "What the hell did we get ourselves into?" Like, what? What was I'll that? I'll let you go first and tell your side. Of the well, so I was originally the one that applied for the job and everything else, and then I said, "Hey." I, my wife is actually in news as well. We both work for Fox 13 in Salt Lake City, and we're both wanting to do TV, that sort of thing. And and so Jackie pulled up her resume or application that she put somewhere else and said, yeah, we, you know, we'll, we'll take you both. And so we had given the commitment. We had signed everything. We were ready to go. And in, in news, you have to go to a small market if you want to be on, you know, if you want to kind of climb the ranks a little bit. And so we knew that wherever we were going to go, it was going to be a small town, and we were okay with we were that. We prepared for that. Yeah. In fact, when we rolled up, we thought it was going to be smaller than what it is I because of the be way people were talking. one place to get your haircut. Yeah. One place to get your groceries. Like, I thought it was going to be that small. So <laughs> really? when it was bigger than that, we were like, all right, this is, not, this is nice. If, if you were basically to seclude just the downtown area, I thought that's what North Platte was going to be. Yeah. Right. Without thinking of everything else, I thought that was North Platte. And and by the way, when you Google North Platte, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all it shows is downtown and the Golden Spike and the railroads. Right. And so we kind of thought, okay, we're going to move to this town. There's going to be not a lot of people, and we're okay with that, whatever. And so I wasn't necessarily nervous, but I also kind of feel like I'm not really one to ever bash my own hometown, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really proud of where I'm from, even though it's you know not a bad place or anything like that. Um, I was just like, man, these people must really not like yeah. North Platte, Nebraska, if they're willing to essentially warn us about coming here. And so it kind of made me nervous just a little bit. But I also know, you know, being in TV and radio for a while, that you always get responses by the most negative people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Rarely do you ever get positive comments. Rarely. I mean, we get phone calls and emails and stuff like that about different stories and things. Every now and then we'll get somebody that's like, hey, that was a great story, or hey, you look great, or, you know, it's whatever. It's usually the complaint. Yeah, but it's usually a complaint, and so we're used to that. And so I wasn't necessarily scared, but I was definitely like, man, we're going to a town that's, like, super small or, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I was going to say. I was used to it from being in news, but. Well, and I was going to, and, and especially when you. Uh, look at media markets, and I think North Platte is ranked the second smallest yeah. in the nation. Yep, yep. yep. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the second. Out of two ten, it's like golf. We kind of want like a low number, and so we're two and I out of two ten. Two ten is Glendive, Montana. So second to last as yeah. far as market size. Wow. And it's not like a ranking of like who's the best. It's the ranking of like how many eyeballs are on your mm-hmm. TV. Right. Huh. So, um, so seeing that, I mean, obviously, you know, you see the pictures, it's second smallest. You're like, okay, so, yeah, yeah. you would think it's right. only one place to get your hair yeah. cut, one place to go yeah. grocery shopping. So it was a pleasant surprise when we rolled into yeah. town. We're like, there's three, four places to get groceries. I mean, there's multiple of each thing. I thought it was like the one, the cut and corral for your yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just one place. <laughs> right. The so loaf and jug is where everybody gets there. Yeah, the loaf and jug. Yeah. 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 So when it was bigger than that, because my sister lives in Evanston, Wyoming, so I would think it was going to be similar to that. Yeah. I mean, we're like double their population, yeah. so I was like, okay. So I was pleasantly surprised when I rolled up, and there well, was a lot more. And honestly, the the market ratings now, like, they're starting to discover that they're really not all that they seem because we're a part of NBC Nebraska, and so essentially our stuff can run from, gosh, you, you could even get down as far as Omaha, Lincoln, clear up to Scotts Bluff. In fact, on the weekends, we simulcast with so- Scotts Bluff, who's technic- technically excuse me, a part of the Cheyenne Network. 
And so North Platte really doesn't pull up on that on that register, if that makes any sense. So really, we're probably just as big as Hastings or Lincoln or whatever else is, as far as it comes to, to broadcasting is concerned because we have such a big reach. And they take it, they run our stuff. We yeah. share our content, so they're running our stories all the time all over the state. Well, and you're the, the news hub, so to speak, of like McCook, mm-hmm. Imperial, yeah. um, Stapleton, those kinds of places. I right. mean, you're mm-hmm. traveling to do stories there. All over. Right, exactly. So, I mean, just it's not just within the, the yeah. confines of the city limit because right. we're, we're a place like Lincoln. I mean, they expand a little bit, but for the most mm-hmm. part, it's Lincoln News. It's Lincoln. It's, it's Carney News. But we don't have competitors, right. so people want to tune in the news. Because Foco, they tune yeah. into us. You're, you are your own competitor when yeah. you're with CBS, yeah. Yeah. NBC, and Fox all yeah. in one, yep. one building. Yeah, it's fine. So now that you've been here for a year and a half, yeah. um, and you've been, you know, <laughs> you you kind of got away from all that negative, the comments, and yeah. you actually got a chance to really get to know the city. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your initial opinions on the town changed or evolved over, over this time? I always think of, like, uh, Okay, so Chief Hudson, you guys, the police chief, if you know him at all, he was like the prime example of what we tried to do, and he moved here after us, but as you can see, like, I mean, I got my Husker gear on, Jason's involved in the play here, so we just came and we're like, we're going to get involved in everything and make the best of it, and that's exactly what Chief Hudson did. He moved from L.A., I mean, he's from Nebraska, but he most recently came from the L.A. Police Department and moved back to North Platte from L.A. to be the police chief, and I thought, what a culture shock. Yeah, he's used to Nebraska, but for the... X amount of years, Ellie's been his, his wife. Right. And so he moved back here. He is, like, the best. He is making so much change and so much good happen for our community. He's doing the coffee with a cop where he's just, like, becoming personable to the community. He's going to Husker games. He's the front runner of, like, we had a parade for Nebraska Mondays. He's in the front shaking hands, kissing babies, and just, like, getting so excited. And I thought, that's the perfect example of, like, maybe you came from a bigger town, but you come here, and you're just going to get involved in everything. Yep. That every event. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you see that guy everywhere. Anytime the town has an event, he's there. And it's yeah. not like and it's not like he's in in uniform or even representing the police department. He and his wife literally just go to everything, to be involved. like just to be involved and something to do. And you and know, that's what we try and do. So it was like, all right, I'm gonna live there. I'm gonna buy his the Husker gear. Jason's involved in the playhouse. I choreographed the musical at the playhouse and the high school. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to you know get involved as much as I can outside my work schedule. And I just I've, I've always like I don't let the haters get me down. Like when I got when I saw those messages, I, I kind of am motivated by people telling me like that I can't or shouldn't do something. That's like my biggest motivation. Like, I was in a tryout to work at Disney World, and somebody told me, "Oh, like millions and hundreds and thousands of people try out for Disney. You'll never get it." And that motivated me, and I tried out and I made it because I will because I had that fire under my butt of like you can't do it, you can't do it. So when people were like, "Oh, you should move here," I kind of was like, "Hmm." I was just kind of like proved people wrong, sort of. And then and you I, apply to study. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Prove them wrong, and then you apply. Yeah, there you go. For yeah. five years, so, nonetheless. <laughs> so we're just trying to get involved in everything we can. So we work a lot, but then on our days off, you know, we have a non-traditional work schedule. We have Mondays and Tuesdays off, and so we can get involved in random stuff that maybe Mondays and Friday people couldn't. So that's been a blessing. And Jason's been in two plays now. Three. Wait, three? Yeah, so I was in uh, Sousa Cole, where I played oh, Yertle I the Turtle. Then I was in was Gilligan's funny. Island, where that I played so Thurston Howell the Third. And then now I'm in Into the Woods as the Wolf. What a good life. I forgot. Yeah. It was so good, I forgot. Yeah. But we just, <laughs> we just, we've just done so much to get involved, and I think that that's been fun for us. Because, like, okay, so say we moved here and we, you know, listened to the comments, and we're like, this is going to suck, and then we, like, believed them. Think about how much different that would be if we just sat in our apartment, did nothing, didn't get out, didn't try and go and be social, didn't get involved. We wouldn't have had as great of an experience mm-hmm. as we've had. No. I think it is what you make it. 
Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Where you guys have gotten involved, you've gotten to meet the people, you've made friends, yeah. you've definitely connected with the community. You hated yeah. what you wanted to see. I'm you wanted to listen to the people who could have been exactly. a really crappy experience. And I'm having a hard time seeing the negative. I mean, seriously, because, okay, listen to this. I don't have a commute. I don't have to take I-15 for 30 minutes to get to my work. I don't have, I, I can go home, like, I've never lived anywhere so close to my work that I can, like, oh, I still have ketchup on my shirt, I'm going to go home. Like, never. It's just Ever. like, well, that's what you are living with because you're an hour round trip from work. Yes. Um, or from home. So, I can run home if I have to. I don't have a commute. Uh, rent is cheap. Uh, cost of living is down. I mean, I just was like, this is a blessing. No traffic, no traffic jams, no rush hour traffic, all these things that I was dealing with living in a big city, I don't have to deal with that here. It's I, great. I think a lot of, I think you and I have talked about that, yeah. how I think a lot of people take for granted the fact that you can get clear across the town in yes. 10 minutes. Yeah. 15 if, if there's that. a tractor yeah. in front yeah. of you. Oh, you yeah. don't even have to put in Google Maps. You just know everything's 10 minutes away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only time you have to use Google Maps is if you've never been there right. to right. a person's house and yeah. you want right. to know exactly where, because I've never been here before. Like, this is oh. the first time being oh, hey. at this location. Yeah. Hey. Um, so I had to look it up and I'm like, oh, I but even looking at it on the map yeah. instead of getting directions, uh -huh. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And I just drove there. Yeah. yeah and, of course you would. Um, and to echo your sentiment, because I grew up in Denver. Um, Ginger's from the Cheyenne area. Okay. So you know what it's like, you know, uh, oh, yeah. like you said, right. no commute. You're, you can drive home for lunch. Yep. Go back to work, that kind of stuff. It's a blessing. It, it is. It really is. Um, and we're not, I mean, if you're looking for bigger places like Kearney. Sure. North Platte always gets compared to Kearney, as you sure. guys have probably oh picked yeah. up on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lincoln, it is a little bit of a drive, but it's not so far away that you can't get out, mm -hmm. go do a couple of things, and then yep. come back. But for the most part, I mean, if you're looking for something, you can find yeah. it here, yeah. for the most part. And yeah. it's stressful, like, when I go back to the big city. Like, we went home for Christmas last year, and I forgot, I forgot <laughs> how to drive on the freeway. <laughs> Seriously, a five-lane highway, I was going 50 <laughs> miles an hour. Everyone's going 90, 100%. just like, beep, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about traffic, I forgot about people, I didn't know how to merge. I was just like, I was it was hilarious. It was scary. I was like, Dave, you were driving the rest of the time we were here because I forgot how to drive. Like, so I forgot how to be around crowds, and I got stressed thinking we go to we went to City Creek <laughs> Mall to try yeah. and park. Okay, in like a three level in parking downtown garage. Salt Lake. I was like, I have to get out, and you have to drive, <laughs> and you're fine. It was because it was around Christmas it was so at a mall. Funny. I was yeah. like, I forgot that there was other people in the village. We went back home and surprised our family for Christmas, being like, Yeah, we're here. You yeah, know, we didn't tell anyone we were coming home for Christmas. Yeah, we just oh. rolled up and just knocked on the door. Yeah. Oh, how fun. And yeah. so we had a sign that was like, <laughs> Merry Christmas or whatever. Surprise. Yeah. And anyway, so we run my, we usually stay at my parents' house when we go because they have a couple extra bedrooms. And so we go surprise my parents. And I was like, Hey, mom, do you mind if we borrow your car to go surprise Holly's parents? She's like, Yeah, that's fine. And so we jump in the car and I'm getting on the freeway. Mind you, we had taken an Uber to my parents' house from the airport. Yeah, because we don't want to tell them we're in town. Like, hey, come pick yeah. us up from the airport. So, like, we got an Uber there. And then yeah. we're like, just park at this house and we'll walk up the hill. Yeah. And so I, I start getting on the freeway. And I mean, it's not snowing, but it's winter, right? right. In Utah. And so it automatically just kind of makes you a little bit nervous at night and things like that. But I like pull onto the freeway. And I feel like I'm going 300 miles an hour, <laughs> but people are passing me yeah. like I'm going backwards. Yeah, like, they were it was so stressful. I almost stayed in the right-hand lane, and mind you, there are four-lane highways and, and freeways in Salt Lake City. And so I'm in the, like, far right-hand lane doing my 65 or whatever, thinking I'm just, you know, going crazy. And finally, like, after a minute, I, I you know, I, I got used to the speeds, and I was able to merge and do all that kind of stuff. 
But man, that first 10 minutes of driving, I was like, where am I? Five this is insane. Yeah, including that you don't need that five-lane truck. Yeah. Well, you yeah. don't even have that no. Yeah. yeah, and that was our commute every single day. I mean, we had to take freeways and stuff like that to get to work every single day uh, for years. And then to go back, you know, to come here for six months or whatever it was before we went back for Christmas, yeah. we had adapted in that short amount of time of, like, just the way things but were. But here's the thing is everyone is such a hurry there. Mm-hmm. They don't have time for you. Yeah. Like, tell them about, like, when we first moved here, how shocked you were that that lady just came with the same car she did last. Oh, so yeah, it was our first night in, in North Platte and our parents had come with us to help us move in and things like that. And we go to Walmart and I'm sitting there looking for supplies and this old lady taps me on the shoulder and, and I'm like, me? me? What? <laughs> yeah. I was like, just literally go talk to you. There's nobody with you. Yeah. And she's like, could you do me a favor and reach that for me? And I was like, yeah, you know, and I, I grabbed it for her and she's like, you're so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. And like. And I was like, Thank you, Sunny. yeah, <laughs> those interactions don't happen. Like, I don't think people realize Never. the Nebraska nice is a real thing. Yeah. We had culture right. shock. It was kind of in a good way, though. Because yeah. Salt Lake is like, don't even know what's spoken to. Stay in your lane, literally. And here I can be pulled over just getting like I'll pull over, get directions on my phone or something. Someone pulls over within five seconds oh, to yeah. ask if I'm broken down, if I need to change a tire, if I'm cool. You know, I had that so many times where I'm just pulled over. You know, either trying to get something or making a phone call, and people would pull over. And I, I mean, Salt Lake, it would happen, but it would take much longer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you'd have to be on the, you know, there, there are far into between. But people are so busy with their life because they got commutes, they got traffic, they got, they have to drive 40 minutes to pick up their kids from, you know, soccer whatever, or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. And so they're so busy with their own lives, they don't have time for you. Where here, people don't have all those extra, mis, you know, things in their way, all that extra crap. Because we don't have a commute. We don't have yeah. a commute, and yeah. we don't have Five traffic. minutes everywhere. And we don't have everything spread out, and all-star cheers here, and Tiki Soccer's here, and this is all here. And so they have time for you, where yeah. in Salt Lake, it's like, you know, don't engage unless you know the person. And here, you don't have to know the person, and they'll say hi and be really friendly. Well, and yeah. most of the time, what's funny is, like, if you stop, sit there and talk to them long enough, yeah. you both know a lot yeah. of the same people. Mm-hmm. Like, True. I mean, yeah. You could yeah. play six degrees to anybody six in this town. Six degrees, Jackie yeah. Arm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody knows Jackie. Everybody oh, knows our boss. Knows Jackie. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. She's been here forever. She's a, she's a perfect boss for what we do, because I'm like, hey, I wanted to throw in this. Oh, well, I got da-da-da's number. Okay, great. It's perfect, because she knows everyone. So yeah. That's yeah. a blessing for us to pl- plug us into the... Social the social pipeline and all the right. cool kids are at you know <laughs> well and like you were saying especially with your job uh you could have listened to all that negativity and stayed in your apartment but it would not have been a benefit to your careers no. because True. you have to get out yes. and know some of these people and make those connections in order to, to get, get the stories yeah exactly and yep. and care because yeah. that's something that you can certainly i mean I, i'm not going to call anybody out by name and they're certainly not there now but for the longest time KNOP and ginger can back me up on this um, has been that stepping stone station. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. kids get right out of college. Yep. They come here. We understand um, that. Yeah. yeah. And there have been a few over the years that you see them as, as, and it's just this gut feeling. As soon as you see them, it's like they're out of here the first chance they get. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. The, which there's nothing wrong with that. They want to sure. advance their career. Yeah. Like I get it. Experience. But you can tell right away they're just they're like. They're not in it. They're not in it. Yeah. They, yeah. they would rather. Do the story, get their resume built up, get yep, the hell out of here. Yeah, they're not buying the Husker's gear from it, Glitter Glitter Play-Doh's Closet. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas there's 
there's other people like like yourselves and others that have even if they have moved on, they're still just they they get involved. They yeah. get to know people. Uh-huh. They build you know the, a part of the community yep. and become part of the community. Yep. And I think overall, people can tell if you care mm-hmm. or yes. not in your reports. And they, I mean, I've seen yeah. your guys' stuff. You do care. Well, thank you. Right. Yeah. yeah. We certainly. Yeah, we really do. It's been a blessing, and like you know, when when we do talk about because in our TV's career, how it works is they give you a two-year contract. And then after two years, you can either renegotiate and stay, or you can uh, move on to another station. Well, we're coming up on our two-year contract. It'll be up next summer, and we're like, oh, crap, that's when we start thinking mm-hmm. about what's next. And I was like, I have made so many relationships here that, like, if and when we leave, that's going to be so hard for me. What am I going to do when I don't see, you know, the pet of the week coming on for, from For the Love of Pause? Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do when I can't just... Uh, ride my bike to now Baumgart Shop Co. and just pick up a couple things on my bike. And, you know, I didn't even have to take the freeway or anything. So there's going to be so many things that, like, these little connections and little things that I found that I love to do, going to the library on my day off, going to my kettlebell class at the gym three days a week. There's all these things that I can't get in a bigger area that's going to be really hard for me to leave behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, like, it's a nugget of a place. And, honestly, I was telling Jace this, and if you guys are looking for a job in TV news, don't listen to this part because you'll get a job. Yeah. But I was like, if people – if the word got out about how awesome Jackie is and how awesome our TV station is and how great of a training ground it is, there would be no jobs here. It would be like – there would be a waiting list. 100%. To get a job here because she – I've had three news directors. I mean, I've worked at three different TV stations, and she's the best one I've had because she's, she's empathetic. She's not a boss. She's not like a leader. She's in the trenches. She's editing on the computers. She's putting in lower thirds and graphics if you needed her help. She's not just sitting in the corner office making, like, executive decisions. She's, like, in there, in the trenches. She gets it. She's working with you. And she'll go to bat for you when those negative Nellies call the station and they're mad about X, Y, and Z. She doesn't just bend at the first sign of adversity. She will stand up for you. Yeah. Which is awesome. And we've had reporters that were, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I... I hope you get through this. And Jackie, 100%, is always in their corner, like, well, what can we do to make yeah. this better? Like, you know, just always on your side. And if, yeah. people got to, if that word really did get out there, would we really push to come and work here? I've heard that a few other times from other reporters that have yeah. been here in the past about how good of a training ground this is. Oh, it's so great. And Amazing. How, I mean, we've been here for a while. We all yeah. know how sure. wonderful Jackie is. Yes. But – she, you can tell from you guys that she is definitely that amazing mentor that, you know, a lot of these these people coming out of school, whatever it may be, yeah. need to be able yeah. to kind of advance. Yeah. Well, and I think people get uh, an impression of somebody based on them being on TV. I mean, she's been on KNOP yeah. for a long time. Um, so people see that aspect of her. They don't get to see yeah. her off the air yeah. being an actual person. Yes. Um, so it may t- that's why when we were doing our podcast leading up to uh, drinking habits, I said, y- for people who only see her on TV, need yeah. to come and see how funny mm-hmm. she yeah. is. She is. She's funny. And she has two different sides. I mean, she has her professional TV. We all kind of do. You know, Everybody have, does, yeah. I have yeah. work calling, I have personal calling, and it's the same thing with her. I mean, she's professional on air, but then behind the scenes, you don't see that she's staying till 6, 7 o'clock at night and she's supposed to be off at 4 or 5 because mm-hmm. someone needs her help. You don't see that she's offering to come in on her day off because we're overwhelmed, and you don't see that she goes and gases up the cars and and make sure that they're all ready for us and we have a snow day. We're just in chilly on days when we yeah. can't reach you to get her on lunch. So she's so good. And <laughs> who was I talking to the other day? I think it was our meteorologist. And I was like, all right, we got to start thinking about the future. Like, <laughs> what do we do when Jackie retires? And we're like, oh, my God. I think everybody had a stroke. Yeah. We're like, wait, <laughs> what? is that is <laughs> that is that a possibility? That can't happen, right? What's going to happen with this if Jackie decides to retire? And I just, I couldn't even think about it. I couldn't fathom what's going to happen if and when she retires. Like, well, and one thing about it, too, is you will never 
hear her say anything negative about somebody, yeah. which is a hard thing to do, right? I mean, everybody has something to say. And even because, I mean, you hear stories about different people and things like that that have come through North Platte, and some of the reporters might have opinions on them and things like that. Um, you will never hear Jackie say anything. Like, she is 100% positive about everybody, has nothing but great things to say. Like, did it have to fire one person while we've been here and switch to a professional site? Like, I have no idea where I got that. No, I have no like, idea. It won't, mm-hmm. it won't spill the tea. Yeah. So, you want someone to spill the tea looking at the goss? Probably not her. Yeah, definitely not, not her. Not dropping the hot goss. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's good, though, right? It so is. If I mess up, I can go spread it to yeah. everybody. It's yeah. great. My first experience with Jackie, I was here less than a year, just started doing radio. Um, and they were going to allow media in the courtroom for a case, and this was, and you may remember, um, it was a guy who had uh, killed a little girl. Oh, okay. yeah. And they were going to allow the, the media in, radio, TV, uh, you know, video, everything. Mm-hmm. So the day before, it's me, because I was the news director, de facto, like, I just started, and they're like, we need a news director, can you do it? And I'm like, uh. Uh, Okay. Uh, process of elimination. <laughs> yeah, like I just walked in the door and uh, okay. Great, inspector mode. <laughs> right. Um, and the other radio people, and then Jackie was there with I think whoever was going to be your camera person at the time. Okay. Uh, and we were getting a lay of the land of where to hook into microphones and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we're all going over the ground rules, and you know we're reminding ourselves like we have to shut off our phones, all of that. And I'm standing there, and this is again the day before. I'm wearing like a jersey and ripped up jeans because I work at a rock radio station. Oh, no. But I'm also the news director, so I have my little news bag. Uh, <laughs> just looking like a felon. Yeah, like just, yeah <laughs> just looking like I just, I'm like, I, I can sneak out of this place if I just <laughs> mesh with these people. <laughs> so, and she's like, well, yeah, let's make sure we silence our cell phones and we're not, we can't make any disruption and make sure that all of our equipment doesn't make noise. And she literally looks at me and she just goes, and make sure to look presentable. Uh, yeah, not. yes, she did. She like pointed, and I think she didn't mean it directly at me, but she's like, make sure to look uh-huh. presentable. Uh-huh. And but it's just, it was like one of those like s- I think hilarious. subconscious because I looked the least uh-huh. presentable yeah. of everybody in the room. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she just called me. I'm in radio. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I'm like, oh my. So I went back to the station. I'm like, I cannot believe that woman from the TV. <laughs> Because I didn't know her, you know what I mean, yeah. at the time. She got her flats and heels on, and I right. got my FUBU jersey on. Yeah, and ripped up jeans. Like, who, who the hell is she? To do? And, and I was like, I'm going to look worse tomorrow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm in radio. Just I don't care. Her. I'm going to yeah. come straight from the Lucas County Correctional Facility and just ask just if I can put on one of their born, jerseys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but it's one of those things that, as you know, as the years go by and you get to know her, it's like, okay, she was just, I mean, that's her, yeah. that's her job. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know what I mean? And she wasn't calling anybody out in particular. It's just yeah. she happened to look at me yeah. and. Granted, I was the least presentable right. person in the room. But when so. you're in radio, who cares? Nobody can see you. Yeah. Right. It but, but I had to remember, it's like, okay, I've been to, I've been to court before. Yeah. Um, I had to put on a nice shirt then, so I should probably put on a nice shirt now. Yeah, um, that's funny. But, yeah, the, those initial uh, impressions uh-huh. that you get of people, especially people on TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, you're like, oh, my gosh, she's so yeah. so cold. Yeah. But she's not. Well, because now <laughs> you've done a play with her. Yeah. So now what do you, what's your you opinion of her now? Oh, my opinion is, is had changed since Before then, that. but yeah. even now, even more, it's like I like her even more because you get to see yeah. another side. I mean, mm-hmm. the more you get to know people, the more sides you get to With see. With her hair down. Well, and, yeah. in, and in media for her, though, you've also got to remember she, I mean, she wears so many different hats, but one of those hats that she almost never takes off is, like, training and recruiting. Yeah. yeah. So, like, always she's always hiring. in training mode. She's always in recruiting mode. Like, she, 
you know, that's that's essentially one of her main jobs here because of, you know, being in a small market and as you even call it a starter market and that sort of thing. Um, she has to be like that all the time. And she right. never is really calling anybody out in particular, but she's just letting everybody know, hey, this is the expectation, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we're going to do that to our new reporters of like, you can't be doing that with your face. You need like a darker lip or red lip or whatever. And she tells them how they have to look. But it's always for your own benefit. Right. I mean, right. it's yeah. not like she's telling you stuff that is trying to make you feel bad, but she's sure. like, look, this is what people are going to call in and say, or you, that impression it's going to give off. Let's make that, let's prevent that, mm-hmm. you know? So when, um, when it comes to doing stuff at the TV station and, and taking into account all of your experience with North Platte over the last year and a half, the initial wave of negativity, then the positivity that, that mm-hmm. influx yeah. that came in mm-hmm. and um, all those things, do, does that ever – do you guys ever worry about that when you're doing a story? Because, like, recently I saw for um, – and I can't remember what organization it was for, unfortunately, but it was really well put together, the, the zombie outbreak video. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That yeah, you guys that was did. for the emergency – reason in case you want emergency management called us and asked us to put a little faux newscast. Mm-hmm. Do you ever worry about the feedback you're going to get from some of that stuff? I do – only really in the Facebook comment section, that's where people sound off. I mean, you can see the fun posts. That's where they sound off. They hide behind a screen, and mm. they think that because they're on the Internet, they're completely anonymous. Drives us nuts. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you guys get oh, that, too. It. So when I post something that may be semi-controversial, because I've been trying to do more hard news, you know, hard to carry drugs than just um, the typical, you know, small-town Sanfrancisco for great, but I try and do the hard news stuff, because that's what we're – when we've done focus groups, that's what is what we want to hear about is the hard news that's affecting locals. So when I do those stories, I try not to look at the comment section of when I post the link to Facebook, but of course I do. It's and hard not to do that. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I want to see what people are saying, but then I'm like, I also don't want to see. And several of my stories have made the ramp page, you know, the Facebook ramp page oh that God. we have. Yeah, we're, yeah. And I have to be on it for news <laughs> reasons. I mean, I do get some stories off of that page occasionally, mostly it's just people complaining, but sometimes there is a legitimate thing I can follow up for a news story. But I made the ramp, not me personally, but my stories made the rampage several times, you know, and I thought, okay, maybe that's, I kind of get like a little badge of honor, like a little stripe, like on my belt, because it's like, all right, I did a hard hitting enough news story that it, that it caused uh, conversation. Right. So I don't mind it too much, but yeah, people, they'll either call in or they'll sound off on our Facebook page. And those are the two where I kind of try to ignore because I, if I feel good about it, my boss feels good about it. Uh, then that's all that matters. You know, the person paying my bills and me being feel good about it, then I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine to do the, those stories. But you always have to remember that everybody has something to say. Right. And as she said, it's like the little Facebook warriors that, for whatever reason, they have a negative opinion about everything. It has nothing to do with the it story. It could be any topic. Yeah. And they do have a tendency to be the louder ones. Right. Yeah, the negative minority are the most vocal. Well, yeah. so one time Holly wore a dress, and it was actually a really nice dress, and yeah, this is crazy. And someone commented on because she took a screenshot of something and she put it on there on Facebook. And she's like, "What the f are you wearing?" And that was her comment. That was her oh comment. Goodness. And Holly's like, "Especially uh, spelled out the f word." Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And she said, "Well, oh, what it was is it was December thirty first. So it was New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve last year. And I had my coworker take a picture of me at the desk and I said, "Hey, hope you guys had a great year. I'll see you on the anchor desk next year. You know, the next day or whatever." And that that's what she commented. Yeah. What the F are you wearing? And so someone commented back and they're like, it looks a like dress. a dress, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they came to my defense. So yeah. many people all like saw this comment and they're like, 
what is this lady's problem? Yeah. So luckily, we do get defenders every now and then that are like, because they know that we can't defend ourselves. I can't right. write it. And that's and yeah, that's really. The, I mean, I could, but that's kind of the cowardice of of a lot of these comments is like, we can't comment back even if even even if we're like itching, you yeah. know, to say something. If it's not professional to get in a fight, we, we never will. Comment section, so we just don't. Yeah. Well, and really, here's the other thing: like we could come across some of these things too, like. Do, who does it serve to even reply back? Yeah, they're stuck Nobody. in their ways. They're not going to yeah. change their opinion. Yeah. You writing them back isn't going to change their opinion. In fact, so many people came to my defense in the comment section if you deleted their comment. I said mm-hmm. nothing. You know, silence is the best revenge. So I said nothing. And all these people came because they looked at her profile and it said owner of something, something photography. And they're like, as a fellow photographer, I would think this is really unprofessional for you to try and get future clients to think, go into your page, think that you own a photography company and you're commenting that on oh someone's. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people were like calling her out because she publicly puts, I own a photography company and I'm like, you know, uh, my own uh, business owner or whatever. And people were like, as a business owner, you're going to comment that on a perfect stranger's page. Cause I don't know who she was. Yeah. And so then she finally deleted it. So I was like, okay, thank you. Well, and I think especially in uh, a community this size, not to say that everybody knows every single person, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, close. six degrees of separation between anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to, on some of these, like the Canopy page or mm-hmm. No Limits or Rant or whatever, yeah. you, you start to get an idea of there are certain people that will just, like as soon as you see their name next to the you comment, you're negative. like, I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to read, gonna read no. it. Because yeah, I know it's going to be something yeah. negative. Yeah. Roll your eyes and scroll past. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be something ridiculous. Or it's going to be something that even though the post is about, you know, the, the pet of the week, yeah. it will somehow tie back to how it's Trump's fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, know, th- you know what I mean? There are those people that will just, like, try to – they'll make that weird connection. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not – I'm just going to scroll. Cute dog. The black to global warming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about uh, the Who real cares problem. about dogs when Syria is a thing? Yeah. You know? Did you see the chemtrails today? Come on. Yeah. Let's talk about did that dog walk all the way here from China due to our flat Earth? Canopy's trying to distract <laughs> us from what's really going on at the White House, and it's like, yeah. what? It, seriously, yeah. they just I know. want to cause a stir. And you're like, but we're just we're talking about the band yeah, going to I the know. state yeah. band <laughs> competition. <laughs> you're just like, what? Did, band, come on! What the hell happened here? And uh, you start to wonder, and then you start going through your report, like, what did I say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, how, how does this tie back? How does this tie? It doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't ever. They just want to be a negative Nancy, and they want to feel heard, and they like the wow, they like the shock value of people yeah. getting mad. And I think they like somehow love that. They they love engaging in this fight, and I don't yeah. get it. I don't get that either. Because here's the thing: I've noticed with people that you know, whether uh, in person or not, but if you okay, so they make some comment on Facebook. They would never say that to no. your face. No. They would never dare mm-hmm. say that. Or if and when you confront them about it, then they, they somehow, oh, ha, and they try and diffuse it. But it's like, you would never say that, not only to my face, but to a perfect stranger in person. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. Right. So it gives them this weird platform that they just, like, hide behind their computer. Well, and I wish I had a better memory to remember people's names that comment the negative stuff because I interview – I mean, we True. probably interview like probably 10 or 15 people haters. a week. You and know then what I mean? we're going to come up to you and be like, by the way, I really hated those eyelashes you wore yeah. on your ears the other night because I've gotten that. I've got the email of I hated those eyelashes when I'm like, I, I'm sorry, do I come to KFC and tell you how to dress? Like, I don't, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, they have an opinion about a perfect stranger and telling you how to dress and what eyelashes to wear. But I don't come into your job and tell you how to dress, too. Right. But just because they're in the public eye. See, that's crazy to me that they yeah. would actually even care about, like, what yeah. you wear, your eyelashes, oh, yeah. whatever it is. Oh, I get I get emails, Facebook messages about your eyeshadow looks too dark, or your eye, and you didn't wear pantyhose, or just, and it's just like, 
And once again, well, do you have any hobbies? Like, do you have enough to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that once again, it's it's just those same people that need something, you know, right. what I mean, to talk about. But well, I usually yeah. don't write them back, so no, they don't no. feel heard. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's it's not only that, but it, if it wasn't you, it'd be the other person. Exactly. Um, because I and again, being here for a while and being in radio, and and I see it on your page as well. Certain people, um, they always comment on, like you said, how to do your job, basically. Yeah. And. I'm just speculating, but I, I'm thinking those are the people that sit there and listen to the radio or watch TV, and they're like, I can do that, and I can do that better than that person. True. Mm-hmm. So they want to tell you that they can, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. But the <laughs> best is what it takes behind but the scenes. It's well, there's same. a lot that goes – I mean, even even watching live videos in the morning of or like Melanie does live uh-huh. videos yeah. or seeing your pictures, um, I mean, it's it, in the bullpen area, so to speak. I yeah. mean, everybody's at their desk. They're all working. Uh-huh. Everybody's got – in various stages of getting ready to be uh-huh. on air, yep. you know, and there's a lot mm. that goes into it that could lead up to right before you step in front of that camera. Right. Oh, right. Gotcha. And people don't realize that. Yeah. The reporting is actually like 5% of the overall work that goes into it. Being mm-hmm. on camera is the easiest part that comes with it. But my favorite is we go to an event and probably a lot of those same people, whenever, n- as soon as we pull the camera out, this is what happens. Yeah, they run away from yeah. you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> they see the camera and they're like, run away. Well, yeah. and you guys know, because uh, I know Holly has the radio background, um, too, because I've listened to your Navigating the Magic podcast. Well, thank Love you. Thank you, you yeah. guys. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, no problem. Um, and do check it out, and we can put a link. Yeah. Well, That'd be awesome. Okay. For sure. But I have some questions. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. We can get to the questions. Um, but it's the same thing when you get that microphone or an MP3 recorder, you know, for something. You put it in their mouth. Oh, no. Yeah, they just yeah. breathe. sounds so yeah. stupid. Yeah. What do I do with my hands? Or yeah. I didn't do my makeup today, and we're like, you don't yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one I loved is like, but I'll sound stupid. It's like, I get paid to sound stupid on a right. microphone. Yeah, exactly. Like, you'll That's be fine. literally my job description. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so weird how people um, – and it could be their event, yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. They're the ones who, who – They won't talk to you. Yeah, they started the fundraiser. It was their idea, all that. Yeah. You know, you want to get the, the person who started it. Mm-hmm. Like, no. No. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. I mean, there's so many times, like, um, when I was at my old my old life, there was people that would like <laughs> people were like, I don't know how you're making a living. I'm like, you just talk. That's it. Yeah. That's it's all it's you do. It's a conversation. Yeah. It's yeah. a yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people to tell your family. I know it's hard because it's huge and it's right in your face. But tell your family's not here. Just talk to them. Just have a conversation. Yeah. You don't even look at the camera. Well, ninety percent of the time we edit everything anyway. Exactly. And so yeah. if there's a if there's something weird that's said or like we're we're not gonna make you look stupid. No. Because yeah. if right. you look dumb, we look dumb. Yeah. Exactly. And there's been so many times where I was like, okay, I didn't like how I said that. That's completely fine. See, and you can. That's, that's what I tell that's people before I say fine. it. Because most times it's not live, so I just say, hey, it's not live. So if you want to second go with something, you want to say it a different way, if you said too many ums, I said, we can start over because I have to cut this down to 20 seconds anyways. Mm-hmm. But my hard, the hardest part about one of uh, one part of our job that I think is really hard is called MOS. It's man on the street, and it's when you have to just roll out into the public and just show up with a camera and ask people questions. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part, I think, of our job is because because they are scared of the camera. Mm-hmm. But then you just, like, I'll camp out at, like, maybe the rec center or just somewhere I think a lot of people will be. And you have to ask them if it's, like, you know, gas prices or something. You roll up to a gas station. Hey, how do you feel about gas prices? It's just, it's the hardest part of our job, getting MOS. And sometimes stuff I'll take days. It's easier because I can keep the cameras posted up and then still, like, run and try and get new people. But that is the hardest part of our job is trying to just walk up to somebody who aren't prepared hey, I'm doing a story today about gas prices, or, hey, I'm doing a story today about your rec center's maybe some upgrades. What are you feeling? Oh, and they just run away from you. Hmm. I yeah. think that's every market, though. I don't think that's here. I yeah. think everywhere struggles with yeah. that. I think the other thing, like, let's talk about the rec center for a second, because you guys are – that's why I'm Yeah, that's – yeah. yeah, you love you love to talk about yes, the rec I center. I do love to talk about that one. I think the 
there's a lot of people, though, that, like, in that circumstance or any of the other ones, they do have a voice, but when they are caught off guard, they, one, don't know what to say, but then, two, they're not sure if they want their voice to be actually heard about that, too. I think we run into that a lot. They're like, I just wanted to be in the Facebook comment section. I don't want to actually. Right, exactly. I just want to see how many likes I can get. (laughs) Question of the day, I'm Uh all for it. Right. (laughs) Question of the day, but when you actually ask me, no. I don't want to So, But what's worse, tracking the people down to get their opinion on X, or the person's like, oh, you want to talk about gas prices? Oh, <laughs> oh let oh. me tell you about it's gas like four hours and you're like, it's yeah. actually a dream. <laughs> I don't have a deadline. Yeah. Sure, but when there's that hyper, that's yeah, the TV that's right. right there. Well, yeah. and there's so much you can take from that, too. Like, wow, that's something I've never thought about. So it gives you a great angle or, you know, something to say in that story when people when have people talk like that or when they have like an actual opinion because they've clearly thought about it. It's right. so far and few between though that you get yeah. the character. Like I wish I could just like flip through for 20 bucks and be like, okay, now be overly animated. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> the, I, I want it to be genuine so I don't do that but I thought, man, those when you ever, that's what the makes those viral videos that go around Facebook yeah. and yeah. stuff like, you know, that lady who's like, there was a fire. I didn't grab oh. my shoes or nothing. I just <laughs> ran out the door, you know? Like, Sweet Brown. Yeah. Her name is Sweet Brown. There was a fire. I thought someone was barbecuing. Like, those are the best. And that is like a reporter's dream. Yeah. If they can get someone like her. Or TV. the... Or the... Or the little boy. Yeah. Like, well, I never Noah Ritter. on TV before. Yeah, Noah Ritter. He was on Ellen. He's like, apparently. Yeah. She's just this reporter. She's good, but it's just getting kids are awful to interview because I'm like, hey, give me long answers. And I'll ask him, I'll ask him something like, what's your favorite color? Yes. That wasn't even a yes or no question. And they just say yes. I'm like, I can't use yes on TV. I'm like, you know, in school, run on sentences aren't good. TV, they're good. And we don't know how to say it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she goes up to, this reporter goes up to Noah Ritter and say, hey, I, how are you enjoying the fair? Well, apparently I've never been on TV before. And my grandpa just gives me the remote after he watches the Powerball. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what does that do with the fair? It's the best Apparently I just won this ride. And apparently. Yeah. And apparently I'm going to go get some uh, fries. And apparently my grandpa is going to take me on this ride. And apparently I've never been on TV yeah. before. If you want a good laugh, just Google the apparently kid. I think his name is Noah Ritter. Yeah, Noah but Ritter. he's so that's funny. Hilarious. That's hilarious. But that's funny. a reporter's dream. If you yeah. someone like kind of character like that, I haven't run into one quite yet. No. I mean, everyone's pretty professional. But the day that I run into someone that's like, I didn't grab my shoes or nothing, Jesus. I just ran out the house. That's yeah. going to be the best <laughs> day of my fire. career. <laughs> it was a fire. <laughs> yeah, I love those videos. <laughs> So the uh, getting back to North Platte and how your opinions of it have changed, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, from the initially like, oh, my God, what yeah. are we getting into? Uh-huh. Um, what would you say is your favorite part about North Platte? Other than, your, other than what you've already mentioned, the job, the kids, yeah. the blah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you just – you're like, wow, this is – Wholly unique and awesome, and I love this. I would say, and I don't know if it's North Platte specific. I think it sort of is, because I've been to Omaha. We judged the Miss Omaha pageant, and we've been to Lincoln several times, and then Scottsbluff and stuff. And I think it's pretty local to North Platte, but just the friendliness, like, mm. it's just next level. I've lived in Idaho, Utah, Florida, now it's Nebraska, and it is the friendliest place. I mean, there are friendly people everywhere, but it's very far and few between. I would say here, it's over... 75% are super kind to me, just mm-hmm. out and about. I could just go to the espresso shop or I can go to Walmart or just anywhere I am. People look you in the eyes, they smile with you, and they'll engage with you without knowing you. And yeah. that is wild. That is so crazy to me. You know, you go to Lincoln and they're, they're a little more, in, you know, they're busy and they're in their own. But And they don't have to know you. I thought, oh, maybe it's because they, like, know people, whatever, and maybe it's because, you know, they see me on TV. And it's not. It's just they're just friendly on 
you know, on mm-hmm. face value. And that is so special to me of just how kind they are. Like I said, I could have a flat tire. I could go knock on anyone's door and be like, I broke down, and they would be so kind to me. And, mm-hmm. like, I'll be out shooting the story. Maybe I'm just getting footage of the street, and they'll come out, hey, how's it going? What you doing? Like, being very friendly, very kind. I mean, they don't want to go on camera because they'll talk to me all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that's very special and very unique, and I feel like that's something, you know, if and when we ever move that I'm going to totally miss because I think I'm going to take that with me to the next place I go, and I'm hoping that, like, that sunshine that I felt here can maybe spread to other places. It definitely won't probably be as big, but I thought – you know, I smile at one person, that makes that one person, then they smile at one person, and that, and then, you know, I've just affected maybe ten people's day by just me being kind, and that's how I felt here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just go out, and I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, incognito today, I got no makeup on, you know, all my days off, I can't, I can't beat the face too much with the makeup, I gotta let it breathe, so I'm just going out, trying to be incognito, and people are always just engaging with me, mm-hmm. being super friendly, asking me if I need anything because I'm pulled over, I think that's very special. I like that about Utah, too. Yeah. In fact, I heard somebody the other day, she goes, I was in a horrible mood, and it was just, I was grumpy because she was really pregnant and everything, uh-huh. and she went to McDonald's because her kid persuaded her to go for breakfast, mm-hmm. and she was, like she said, grumpy. Yeah. The person who was making the money was just as nice as could be, Aww. just great moods, completely changed her, so you never know when that could actually And then happen. she had a right. good day, so then she maybe exactly. needed it. It's funny that you said the drive through because, okay, I drove through Raising Cane's, so I've never heard of Raising Cane's till. We moved here, yeah. and then they said, hey, we're getting a Raising Cane's. we got to go to your new store. I was like, what the heck is cool, Raising Cane's? Cool, bro. Yes, and Denver has one. I was like, what the heck is a Raising Cane's? So I know there are other places. We don't have them in Utah. I'd never heard of them. And uh, anyways, I've, I've come to love them. I mean, Chick-fil-A, eh, okay, there's a debate there. But you know what? I love Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's sauce can't beat it. So I've kind of come to love Raising Cane's. I was driving through it the other day to get some chicken fingers, and I just, you know, most drive through people, they're friendly, but they're not overly excited. This lady gets on there, and she's like, Roses are red, violets are blue. How many chicken fingers may I get for you? And she was like, seeing this rap. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. I was alone, and I was like, how come nobody else is here yeah. to experience this? That was hilarious. And I said, oh, I really like that. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'll have this many, whatever. And uh, she was so kind. So then I pulled up to the window. She was the most awesome lady. She had, like, purple hair and, like, a nose ring. Like, just, like, the coolest-looking, like, lady. I just, I, I don't know. I, just, I didn't expect that I'd drive here someone to have so much energy and be so friendly. And she's like, hey, how's it going? And she was like, I, I said, you are so fun. And she said, really? Because my coworkers think I'm annoying because I have so much energy. And I was like, you're the best. I said, don't change. Don't let them tell you that you can't be hyper and fun. I said, you just, like, made me happy. And now I'm going to go take that happiness somewhere else. Just at a, you know, chicken finger drive through Yeah. She just sang me a rap. And all of a sudden, I was the happy person the rest of the day. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I mean, that was going to be mine was definitely the people is what, I'll, is what I'm going to miss um, for, you know, something to highlight here. But one thing I absolutely love is, I mean, it's a big enough town, but they still do small town things. Like, um, I love all of the holiday events, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, you can find those, you know, a lot of places, but there's just something different when it's in a small town. Yeah. There's, there's a feeling, there's a vibe that, that you don't get other places, um, especially in bigger cities. And one of those being, like, the stuff they do for Christmas over at Cody Park, mm-hmm. you know. That's something you don't find anywhere else. People come out in troves for it from all around just to see, you know, these little mini houses, all that kind of stuff. And everybody's got a house in the mix. And it's it's a community-wide thing that gets everybody out of their houses to come participate. And so I think it's going to be the events like that that mm-hmm. I'm really going to miss because I don't know that we're ever going to find that ever, well, you know, I anywhere else. part of it, too, on, on to go off of that is – when you're in a smaller town, that there are limited 
thing to do to get really behind the scenes what there are to do. Mm -hmm. So like every summer when I would go to Cody Park to get ice cream, line. Just tons of people. Feeding the geese, ice cream, going on the rides. And so there's the people that that when there's less to do, they do get excited about the stuff to get behind. And I I think that's great. I mean, not everybody does, but I think, you know, when you have the people, like I, I kind of get in my routine. I go to the library, I go to Cody Park, like I have my few favorite hot spots, and I really try and get behind those things that I end up enjoying, because there's not so many others. Did I just knock over my flamingo? Oh. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Picked your flamingo. That's just but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's tons of flamingos here, down here. Anyway, so that's what I like about the small town vibe, is you find the things that you like, and then you really get, try and get behind them and support them. Like, right. when Good Life on the Bridge came in, I thought, we can't have another restaurant come in and maybe go out of business it's in that location so i thought we got to really support it so we try and go as much as we can and i love They're the healthcare so burger oh, mm. so mm. good. which one so the healthcare mine's okay, the what oh. is that one? i don't know why it's, we like oh i don't know why it's called that it has uh, cream cheese avocado hamburger cheese tomato lettuce it's amazing so what's the oh it's kind of the same thing except it's got like a special sauce and i believe caramelized onions but it has that but cream cheese and avocado, cream cheese and avocado. Oh, my gosh. i don't think i've ever had that caramelized it's, it's real so good. good. So, and we what's try and the one that you like? Uh, Surf's Up is a good one. That's oh. the one with the lobster, Ooh. like the lobster cream cheese on it. What? Um, and then Mother of All Dragons, that's which has. Oh, I've heard a lot of people like Mother of All Mother Dragons. Mother of All Dragons is But that's really not hot. Good. It's, it's it spicy? spicy, but it's not hot. Mm. Um, it's, uh, how to, it, it's not like burn your mouth hot. There's a little bit of spice. Like, you know, have, have you ever had like a, a like a mango salsa where mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit spicy but kind of sweet? Right. Yeah. That's Mother of All Dragons. That's I got to try that. It's good. If it's, it's good. Uh, spicier than ketchup, I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, then. That's, that's no. her, uh, you probably won't that's like her spice meter. Oh, like that's <laughs> spice. If it's so spicy if I were to ketchup. have this and ketchup, which one's going to be hotter? Yeah. Can't do it. If it. Yeah, I can't I can't do mild salsa. I mean, seriously. Mm. Okay, it's Mother burned. of All Dragons might yeah. be too spicy okay, so for, when I hear for you. Dragon, fire, breathing, it burns my tongue just thinking about it. So I can't even do certain toothpaste because it's too spicy. My so. mother in law is like that. Really? She's a woman's like super sensitive yeah. palate. It's weird. I don't her like family. it. I, well, and I would like spicy things because, like, the flavor is cool. The flavor is good. But right. then I'm just like, ah, it burns off my feelers on my tongue, and I just I can't enjoy the rest of my meal. So, yeah. spicier than ketchup? Yeah. Can't do it. Mother of all dragons is slightly spicier <laughs> than ketchup. So, you might want <laughs> s- to steer free from right, yeah. I'll stick to my health care. Steer clear, yeah. big tuna. But it's that, good. I will have to have health care. I'll have to have, like, healthy mouth consistency. You can leave my mouth Tristan the cheese in your life. Tristan the. All right, now I just kicked over a wall. Um, yeah. yeah, so I keep all kinds of weird stuff in the yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like my wife and I, the other day we took the kids and we went to Baumgars, not necessarily to shop, just to see what Check they have. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, Check it out. And I, you know, walking through their men's clothing section, I'm like, well, there's a lot of nice coats yeah. in here. There's yes. some nice jeans here. Yes. There's stuff here that there's we, good outdoor stuff that keeps yeah. you warm. I noticed a lot of layers and camo and vests. Right. We don't have a farm or a ranch, but mm-hmm. I, I need, may need tools. Yeah. You know I'll what I mean? Exactly. I need boots. Yeah. I can get them. To I wish the station would issue us, like, station-approved Carhartts or something because oh, some yeah. of those stories we go out on, like, so I, last week I did a story on a ranch. The guy was inducted to the Hereford Association Hall of Fame, and I was out there all morning. It was so cold, like, my chest was burning because of oh. the breathing, all oh that freezing gosh. air up in Bedford. Yeah. And anyway, so I was, like, dying, and I was, like, what I wouldn't give to be able to wear Carhartts. You know what I mean? Um, because it does. It gets freezing yeah. for some of these stories. It's hard to get those presentables also out to be warm. But then, some, yeah, some of that stuff there. I mean, and shooting football. Clothing, oh. If we had a clothing allowance or something, yeah. we can go get some of those and put them together. What is the most obscure story that you have um, covered yeah. here in Northwest? Huh. Or 
That's a great question. That's a good question. That's a good So, well, well, here's the thing is so what is interesting about North Platte is there are stories here that you won't ever see run anywhere else. Like the Hereford one. Uh huh. 100%. Oh, yeah. So, and it's stuff like that because you, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like important to this community, but it's not important elsewhere. Right. So, if I were to take some of the stories I've done to say going back to Salt Lake City and say, oh, this is what I've done, they'd be like, what is this? They would never run. And Jackie laughs at us all the time because, especially when we get new reporters that have never reported on, you know, corn and, you know, anything ag or anything like that. For instance, when I saw the spelling of Hereford, it's H-E-R-E-F-O-R-D. So I thought it was Hereford or Hereford or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she openly laughed in the newsroom like, no, 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 no. It's, it's pronounced like this. Um, because we just – that's something we would never know. Right. So to, so obscurity, I guess, like in the eyes of the beholder, if we were to take stories like that elsewhere, they would think it was really obscure. For us, it actually isn't any weirder than what you would normally imagine people talking about. Mm-hmm. I had one where this lady, she said, I felt like I had a news story. And this is rare. People usually do not reach out to us like they have a news story. Like they just they have this pride thing, and they're just like, oh, I don't want to toot my own horn. But that's how we get our story ideas. So I appreciate when people do that. So she said she looked at our website and looked through all our bios and picked the person that she thought was the most interesting. Well, I got an email from her, so she picked mine, thankfully. And she was like, hey, and she told me, like, the story. It's so cool. So she's from Wales, and she met a guy online who ended up being a cow rancher that lives in the Sand Hills. So, like, past Mullen. It was, like, an hour past Mullen. So, and it was literally, like, the purest order I've ever driven out of my life. Like, that's how you got to her house. It was just like, she's like, how did Amazon get here? She's like, oh, they came here in two days. I'm like, oh, that poor guy. So, she emails me, tells me her story. I go meet her. She's from Wales. Met this guy online. They decided to get married before they'd even met in person. It was wild. Oh, wow. He was a rancher what? from the Sand Hills from Wales. I was like, what the heck? So, they decided to get married. So, she moved here from Wales to, you know, middle of nowhere, Nebraska, in the Sand Hills. Literally, no neighbors. Like, just her. And uh, now she's a cow farmer. She just, like, or a rancher. I don't know what they prefer I call them. But, <laughs> yeah, Wales to Nebraska. And she just got, and the reason I did the story on her is because she just barely got her U.S. citizenship after living here. Because they have two kids. So, worked out. They got married. Uh, two kids. Now, she's like, I've never grown up, like, around ag or anything. So, she's, like, trying to learn how to, you know, to be a farmer, rancher. Being around all these cows. And she's, like, an empathist because she didn't grow up around, like, you, you slaughter the cows and this and they're there for meat or whatever. So she's, like, out there naming them and, like, petting them and giving them cake and stuff. And so that was, she like, calls that was cake. Yeah, yeah, she calls her little treats cake and, and she's petting them and she's got them named and, oh, this one and you can't kill this one and, oh, well, she'll, she'll probably get killed someday. And, you know, she's just so cute. And I thought, that that, how fun yeah. is that? Oh, I would – I couldn't do it. It's too traumatic. So that was a fun story for yeah. me to go and meet her. And she just got her citizenship, so she took all the tests and everything, so now she has dual. And she was able to go to Lincoln and went to the Capitol. And, uh, of course, I couldn't go to Lincoln because we have a station there, and they could, like, cover it or whatever. So I couldn't go to that. But she had the ceremony at the Capitol, and she got her citizenship. Also, she met this Nebraska farmer online. Wow. All the way from Wales. That she is a fun adorable, story. Mm-hmm. It's a fun story, right? She has an adorable accent, and she has, like, a million cats, and she's just, like, this nurturer. And then, you know, the, the farmer, he's nice. He's just this, you know, the gruff farmer is like, all right, you got to kill him, and this is what they're for and everything. And she's like well, let's go out and feed him cake. So I brought my camera out. And you can tell she socialized with him because some cows you get out in the field and they run. They're like humans, no. 
these cows came up to me. They were licking my camera lens. Don't tell Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's all yours. But they were, like, so excited to be around me, and I could tell that they loved these cows. And this was a first. They had, like, this cute nurturing, this, you know, uh, lady Personality. Yeah, just so kind. And she was like, I felt weird reaching out to you to tell you my story, but I said, I appreciate, because that is so cool. Like, how would I ever story. get that story if you hadn't yeah. emailed me? I would never know that you just moved, you know, you moved here, you're just getting your citizenship now because you love America and you want to make this, like, the rest of your life kind of thing. And so that that's, was kind of a cool story. That's I fun. Guess. And I think yeah. everybody has, like, a unique, different story, especially, like, the more that you talk to people in those lives. Yes. There's always every story. There's always a story. Mm-hmm. Something's there. Yep. Something's different. Something's They're kind of shy. Yeah. And I get it. You know, they're the humble, mm-hmm. the humble, small town, you know, farmer, rancher kind of lifestyle. And I think that's a Midwest thing. I, yeah. In fact, um, I was at a conference last week somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't remember where. Um, I used to travel so much, I have no idea which hall I was. Who knows where you were? Who knows? But they were said, like, the people in the Midwest probably have the hardest time um, promoting things just because mm. they are so humble and they don't oh, think what they do is actually special. It right. is. That's true. That's that's a good way to yeah, put it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a really good way to yeah, put it. Yeah, because we can't. There's some days where we'll have set stories that Jackie gives us just to give special or whatever for because that's our job, PR or marketing. But then there's other days where we have to find our own and go scrounging and just, yeah. yeah. It's really hard to get the people to agree to talk to us because they think what they're – all my story is not special or, oh, there's someone that probably does it better. But it's like that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you. Exactly. Yeah. Or if, if it's a, an issue, they're like, well, I don't want to bother people with my trouble or right. with yeah. my problems. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like True. Like and yeah, no, that's our job. We got to highlight mm-hmm. the stories, and something different like that was fun. You know, our viewers kind of see some of the same stuff every year. You know, we have the certain annual events we cover every year, but then we throw in a lady move from Wales to Nebraska and making a permanent, getting her citizenship. That's special. We don't see that kind exactly. of story every day. Mm-hmm. So that exactly. was fun for me. I'm I'm so glad she emailed me. Okay, so you guys have a podcast as well. Yeah, yes, and we do. it's navigating the madness. Yes, yes. Right? that's it. Okay, so kind of tell us a little bit about what that is. Okay, so. I worked at radio, well, I worked at Radio Disney, and then I worked for a rock radio station and a classic hits radio station, and just kind of, like, got my background in radio, and kind of sort of transitioned to a TV radio hybrid, and just kind of had that experience, and loved radio, and I worked at Disney World for five years and danced in the parade, and loved working at Disney World, then working at Radio Disney, I just loved all things Disney, and mixed with radio. Then Jace got an internship at a radio station for part of your schooling at Utah State, uh, or I mean, Year View, and uh, that's kind of how it was born. Like, my love for Disney, and then both of our combined experience for radio, this guy was like, hey, we have a pot, we're starting a podcast network, and we know you guys love Disney, you guys do a Disney podcast, and we're like, hello, yes. So we started out with a radio station in Salt Lake City, and did that there for like six or eight months, mm-hmm. and then when we moved here, we're like, well, we still want to continue it. We just got to take it on the road, so we bought all our equipment and everything, and we do it out of our apartment now, and we still send it back to the guys in Salt Lake, and then they help us upload it to our iTunes and Spreaker accounts and everything. But that's – we've been doing it for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. So she's been, like, more in, like, the the inner workings of Disney, which is kind of her professional, I guess you could say, con- contribution to the, the podcast. My family was more like the let's go to the parks every year, twice a year, as many times as we can. Um, when I was growing up, in fact, most of the time we would always go during, uh, New Year's Eve, which by the way, don't go New Year's Eve. It is wall to wall people. It's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So we did that every single year, but we, my dad was one of those that was like there almost, it was like a week after opening day of Disneyland and 
So he wanted all of us kids to have that tradition. Did he so know about Disney? Yeah, right. Back when he was riding the bike. So back when, <laughs> after the floods, when we survived on the ship. <laughs> I always make jokes about it. <laughs> yeah. So was he friends with Disney or? Yeah, I wish. That'd be Sorry. awesome. Sorry, but continue. anyway, so yeah, he wanted us to have that love for Disney. And I grew up watching almost every Disney movie. My parents bought every single movie that ever came on out VHS. on VHS. I think yeah. we all have them on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I still have some. My I'm not going to lie. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's more my contribution um, is is that kind of stuff. So, together, we kind of just work well in collaborating the two. And right. we mostly talk about Disney. Like, so, it's, you know, confessions of a Disney cast member. So, I'll talk about, like, what was it like working for the mouse behind the scenes, you know, like, Super hot, low pay, stuff like that. I mean, you don't, you don't do it for the money, but we talk about what it was like to work for the mouse, and then we talk about like where we found to get the best Disney discount tickets. When's the best time to go to the park that you found? What's the best shoe wear to wear at the park? How to keep your phone charged all day? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that that people are interested in before they go. Where should we stay? Should we stay on property? Should we stay at Best Western? And uh, just different things like that. And by the way, I just thought about my timeline's off because we've lived here for – I'm in a time warp continuum. I have no idea. We've lived here for a year and a half. We've had the podcast the whole time, but we started before that. So we've been doing this like almost two – Almost two, two years. yeah. What? Over two years. Yeah, so we've had it for a while. We just started to go to uh, – we used to do one once a week, and just a couple weeks ago we, we go to twice monthly because we're nearing the end of our contract with TV, so we're trying to put more of our efforts into – Figuring out what we're going to do with our lives, right. but we released one um, twice monthly on iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Play. All the Stitcher, ones. All yeah. of them, yeah. Well, and especially now that Disney is basically <laughs> basically walking around like, oh, what a nice studio you have there. Uh-huh. I want it. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. It makes yeah. our job a lot easier. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the, the amount of stuff you can talk about yeah. ranges from traditional Disney yep. to Marvel to yes, Fox yeah. to... There's so many things. Yeah, I mean, especially with, like... Um, with Spider-Man and Sony, you can mm-hmm. kind of dip into Sony a little bit yep. just because they have Spider-Man. And yep. I mean, the and I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm surprised during that whole thing Disney wasn't just like, you know what, Sony, why don't we just uh-huh. buy you? And why don't just, we just own you? Yeah, well, why don't we just take care of all of this yeah. and just buy you? Own the whole world. So yeah. when that whole Spider-Man thing first came out of like, oh, they're not going to renew their contract with, with uh, Marvel Studios or whatever, I openly told everybody on, in, on uh, social media, I was like, look, this isn't going to last. Yeah. Because it. Like there is so much money. Like, Spider-Man is one of the most well-known superheroes, one of the most attended, you know, box office hits in the history of superheroes. There's no way Sony is going to just give up what's going on with, especially when you have the marketing dollars and everything that Disney does. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're going to they're gonna give up on that, um, especially when Disney is footing most of the bill. Like, you right. would be an idiot to be like, oh, well, we're going to try it instead. And so I True. think, so from the get-go, I was like, this isn't going to last. Sure enough, it was like two months later, they're like, oh, they came up with a, you know, with a negotiation. And I was like, well, duh. Yeah, almighty yeah. dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. just throw that around like candy. It's funny because like when I worked there, I mean, yeah, they're this multi-billion dollar company, but then they're paying us like minimum wage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't, I just, I didn't necessarily feel valued as an employee, but I didn't go there to feel valued necessarily. I knew I was a number. I felt like a number. I mean, every day I'd have a different manager, so you never got like a diff, you know, rapport with the manager because I worked at all four of the parks, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. And I was, so I was just, just kind of bounce around or whatever, and it was just, they don't really necessarily care about you. I mean, there's certain things in place where they show appreciation and stuff, but you just go there because you love it, and you don't go there to make money, and most people have two jobs. In fact, there was just this news article a lot of Disney employees in California were homeless. For oh, a while. really? Wow. Yes. 
it was weird. They like said they can't because I'm who can afford to live in like L.A. and Anaheim? I right. mean, and then and then make you know nine dollars an hour or whatever minimum is in California. So they were saying some of them were homeless and they were like working two jobs and still couldn't make ends meet. And it's just Florida's not as bad because the cost of living is is you know it's lower, but. It was, people love working there so much that they'll be homeless if they get the job. Mm-hmm. We had a friend that was the concierge for the most expensive Disneyland hotel, which was California, or Grand Californian, and, I mean, a concierge at the most expensive hotel has to know the inner workings of everything, yeah. and he made almost what California's minimum wage is. Yeah, barely over yeah. it. Yeah, so he was, like, living with his parents, trying to get out of the house, like, finally he's like, you know what? As much as I love Disney, okay. I, I can't do this. Yeah. And so he left to go with another travel company. But um, anyway, but that's that's kind of what they're facing right now. And it's hard to watch, but, you People know. People are leaving the still, you know, he's still in the hotel industry, but he's making double at yeah. just a regular hotel that's oh, not yeah. Disney. If you're in tourism and you've worked at Disney, uh-huh. oh, you do. Uh-huh. You do very, very well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very, very yeah. well. Yeah. Well, and the, even for me, like. People will see Disney on my resume, and even though it's dancing at Disney, has nothing to do with, like, actual, like, skills that apply to jobs. People see Disney on my resume, and they're like, boom. And that's what we talk about in the interview. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's topical. It's exciting. Everybody has a connection to Disney. That's Everybody's been there. Everybody has grandkids and kids and friends that go there. So, any, almost every interview I've had since working for Disney, we talk about it. Well, and it's because Disney is so good at making memories. Like, that, yeah. that literally is their entire premise as a company, yeah. is if we can get these people to have good vibes and have good memories at our parks or our movies or whatever their experience is, then we've got them as customers for life. And mm-hmm. they've, they've done that. And so when they see something like Disney on a resume, they're like, you know, they want to tell you about their great experience mm-hmm. they had at a Disney park or, you know, their son who loved this ride or, gosh, this movie just came out and our whole family went together and it was just the best experience ever, you know. Right. Have you guys been to Disney? I, I yeah, I've been to Disneyland one time when I was a kid, and like you said, making memories. Mm-hmm. I remember, mm-hmm. like, it was shortly after Captain EO with Michael Jackson yes. came out, so I did that. Star Tours oh just yeah. opened. The line for that was insane. Oh Destroyer yeah. Mountain. Killer. Did the Haunted, I mean, uh, the, the Haunted Museum, um, or not Haunted Museum, Haunted Mansion. Yep. It's a Small World, and the... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates oh of the yeah. Caribbean did mm-hmm. that one. And the... No, not the Matterhorn, but the uh, Peter Pan ride. Okay. Yeah. And those are the rides. That I remember. Like, I remember all the That's rides I rode. That's wild um, that you can remember that. Because it's a memory. The, um, yeah. right. the memories, my, yep. my aunt, I was visiting my aunt and my cousin, and they were like, let's go to Disneyland. Yeah. And, you know, you're nine. You're like, we're going to Disney. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? It's huge. Yeah. Charles, it's it, not just on TV. But uh. it's funny when you pull up because you're just like, you expect, like, you expect it to be like when they first pull into Toontown in oh. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Like, there's music. Yeah, and everything. And you look at the sign, you're like, when did they put this? That's old. That's yeah. an old sign yeah. from that's the 40s. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's back when Walt painted that. This is yeah. a normal parking lot. What kind of shit is this? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get inside, and you're like, oh, it's oh, a you're like, Here's the magic. Yeah. This here is. is, well, and they pipe in smells as well mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So the second you walk through those gates, you smell Disneyland. And there's yeah. nothing like it. Yep. Like, it's the, you know. And you've been there? Oh, yeah. I've been to Disneyland and Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney World, I went when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. I went with my school. Cool. Or my club I was with. Yeah. So, that was kind of fun. That would be way fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But Epcot is the one I remember. We didn't do Magic Kingdom as much. Well, no, okay. we could have. But I stayed yeah. in Epcot. Yeah. That's the one I With love. all the countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went, uh, I remember going all over. The first thing we wanted to do was Captain Neo and Star Tours. That was me and my cousin. 
and the lines for them because they had just, it was in that summer where they just came out. Mm -hmm. So the lines were huge mm -hmm. and long. Yeah. Um, it took forever. That's why we didn't ride all that much. And then we hit, you know, my aunt was like, no, we want to go, do, you know, my aunt was yeah. like, we want to do this. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah, we, we went, and yeah, we did a few things. Uh, the, the parade of lights, you know, I mean, oh I just yeah, remember yeah. it vividly after, you know, almost 30 years. My dad um, loved the electrical since. parade so much. He bought it on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> and like watch it at home. Yeah. Like, does it have the same magic when it's on like your, you know, 20 inch TV that. I'd walk in on a Sunday afternoon. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. He's just <laughs> loving it. Yeah. Well, and part of the magic of it, I remember, again, vivid memory, sitting there, and Alice is on this big, lit-up mushroom. Mushroom. Right, mm -hmm. riding down the road, and she's doing her thing, and you can hear it over the speakers, and you would assume it's pre-recorded, and she's just lip-syncing, and some guy goes, hi, Alice, and she goes, oh, hello, and I'm like, holy shit, that's yeah. Alice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, she's, she's here. Real. She's real. Right, and then Tinkerbell flies, uh -huh. and I'm like, oh, my God, it's yeah. Yeah, as a nine-year-old, even even now, as as an adult, if I took my kids, yeah. I'd be that kid yeah. again because of all the memories I've built up my whole life of Disney. Yeah. Well, they've impressed adults. Like when Tinkerbell flies over. Tinkerbell, in fact, at one point it was Buzz Lightyear during Pixar Fest. He flew over to the castle during you know one of their shows. Even adults are like, "Holy cow!" You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, even adults are making those memories of like these guys are top notch. You know. Right. I think talking about Disney makes me feel nostalgic. Oh, my house is oh like hell Yeah, well, it's hot in here, too. <laughs> my hey, house is hell on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For wow. those of you just listening to the audio, some of us are sweating a little yeah. bit. Keep your arms down when it's you get animated. <laughs> it's hot. I'm just got the pity flesh. <laughs> we, we have a fire going in Jess's road, and I'm always cold. Yeah, <laughs> you hate winter. She I hates winter. I do hate winter. Yeah? So. I'm not yeah. a winter guy either. I'm not winter. I'm not summer either. What am I? I, I am a summer. I'm a spring and fall because those are more, you know, kind of mm -hmm. just, you know. Transition those seasons. Are, those are hell for me. Really? Just allergies. Oh. I'm just like, oh, I can't. See, and I don't have those. So well, in the yo-yo, like it's True. snowed. It's yeah, freezing it's today. Yeah. Tomorrow it's going to be like 56. Yeah. yeah. You don't know so. what to plan. You have to have like 50 layers. Yeah. And I'm just a complainer. Like I lived in Southern California <laughs> for two years. <laughs> And it was 70 degrees it's all like the time, an and I still found a way to be like, oh, I wish that we had a changing of seasons or yeah. something. And then you have the changing of seasons. You're like, can't it just be warm God. all the time? God, it's sunny again. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired of wearing t-shirts and basically whatever the hell I want. Yeah, exactly. 70 degrees on Christmas. There's no snow. Palm all trees. of the palm trees. Like, I hate this. Yeah, you're the beach is right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You can comment on my Facebook page. Yeah, right? Yeah. With all those complainers that are on my Facebook <laughs> So I just call myself a complainer. Like, I'm I'm probably gonna be griping regardless of what it is. So <laughs> nah. yeah, at least it's surface complaints though. Yeah, that yeah. You're not really that worried about. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I do have questions on Disney. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Lay us on. Lay them on. So my son is finally at that age where I'm like, okay, he is a boy. Obviously, he's into some stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like Disney is a different experience for boys versus girls. Yeah. Not anymore. No? Well, I think with the, because, okay, so they have the bippity boppity boutique, which yes. is, like, all for girls. But now they have the pirate's lair, where you can do that, but for the boys. <gasps> See, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so you can get the pirate experience. You can get the face paint. You get the head wraps. You get the, you know, oh, the doubloons and everything. Yeah. So it's like the pirate's lair. And I'm not sure if it's at Disneyland or Disney World. I know it's at Disney World. I don't know if they've I'll got it. We will be going to Disney World. Okay, so then there you go. So they have that for the boys because I think some of the same complaints kind of came down. of like, well, you got the bippity boppity boutique. You got the princess photos here. You got the princess dresses and everything else. And you go to else. What do we have for boys? And so now they have the pirate experience. Okay. Okay. So, like so here's my other question. If we are looking at Disney Cruise versus Disney World. Mm. We went on a Disney Cruise for our honeymoon. Yeah. Yep. That was our honeymoon. I don't know, Chase. What do you think? 
Well, he's, you, I don't know. <laughs> Campbell gave us Christmas dishes, and I was like, that is the best gift I got. Everything's paid for. Everything's planned. You don't have to be like, now what am I going to do today? Like, there's excursions. There's stuff to do on the boat. You are, All your meals are paid for. Like, it's just all figured out for you. Mm-hmm. It was just so simple. We don't have to think about it so much. So Disney now does what they call the land and sea experience, which you can go to Florida. I mean, it leaves from um, Cape Canaveral or whatever that is over there. Um, but you go to Florida. You spend a couple days at Disney World, and then you hop on the ship and go on a cruise. And I think there's, like, some sort of a discount that you get when you do stuff like that. And that's kind of my dream vacation recently is to do the land and sea. You're going to do both. Yeah. The park and the land. If I had to choose between the two, I would probably say go to the world because there's a lot more options. The one th- I love cruising, but the other thing I will say about cruising is when you find that the ship is more exciting than the ports. Mm-hmm. Um, it was for us at least in Mexico. Yeah. And – I mean, there's always stuff going on. Disney does a great job. Like, I've, I've been on Carnival. I've been on Royal Caribbean and Disney. And Disney is in a whole other category. I mean, they're just they're just better. You definitely get what you pay for. Um, I, and I would say, knowing that, you're essentially getting a lot of the same experience if you go to, like, a Disney World resort. Like, if you were to go to Beach Club or whatever else, I feel like you would get a lot of the same experience as you would on a cruise ship. How much do you want to get away from your kids? Yeah. Because the cruise ship has a place that is age-specific that you can drop them off to, like Starfish Lounge for the little ones and then the whatever they're called for all the kids. And Disney cast members more or less babysit them while you go do whatever you yeah. want. They have activities. They have coloring. So if you want to get away from your kids. And it's not like they're going anywhere, right? You're <laughs> right. stuck on a ship. Yeah, so. they're, they're, yeah exactly. And they're, and they're cast members. You know, they're, they're background checks and everything else. Right. And so they have little areas that they can go interact with the other kids, but then you guys can go and kind of do what you want from so there. So that would be nice because Susie's an only child, and so she has to go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so then you can go interact with the other kids' age. So yeah, that's what's fun kids. about the cruise ship. Yeah, unless you take a friend. I like Disney World, but I work there, so I'm, like, partial to it. But because there's so much variety, you know, it's yeah. not just the ship. you got all four parks, plus you have dozens of resorts that you can go to. They have the uh, Disney Springs area, which is, like, kind of like their downtown Disney mm-hmm. area that they have that they've revamped recently. And uh, you'll never get bored. I mean, no. you have to be there. My opinion, if you're going to do Disney World, you have to be there a week because you need two days. Rest your feet for one day at the resort, swim, go shopping, not be on your feet, and then two days. So you can do what you want at the parks, and then that's a week of travel time. So if you have a full week, you know, that's what I recommend. But we went on the Disney cruise to Mexico. I probably wouldn't recommend that one because there was so much political unrest in Mexico. They had to yeah. close one of the ports. Yeah. So we didn't couldn't go to that one. So I would recommend the one that leaves out of Florida. Um, and then you can go to Disney. So Disney has an island, um, Castaway Cay, that's specific Disney. They, they own the island, and nobody else can tour that except Disney. Disney cruise ship. Yeah. And that yeah. one's really fun. That's the one that we would probably be looking at to do the okay. most while we bought it. The one out of Florida. Because, like, we go to Florida every year, but we yeah. go to the other side. We go uh-huh. to, like, Miami or Orlando. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- they all have their, I mean, I, I don't I don't know that I would be able to choose. I have heard, and this is across a lot of different people or a lot of different podcasts and things like that of people that review travel and theme parks and things like that. And almost every single one of them has said the best ride that they've been on in years was the pan- one in Pandora, the f- Flight of Passage is what it's called, oh, yeah. which is at Animal Kingdom. And you essentially sit on a one of those dragon things, and you can feel it breathe. It's oh, warm. Wow. Like, oh, wow. And you t- it takes you down, and you're flying this thing. 
and like I said, we haven't been on it yet, yeah, but we we're we've been we dying. Been since it's opened, but like people who say they don't even like roller coasters, you yeah, know, they're not hugely impressed that the ride could go on. Huh. Yeah. But there's a whole thing with the magic bands, which we can talk about later because it would take me all day to explain it. But they, they kind of look like this. They look like a Fitbit, and you load all of your fast passes onto it and all of your room key. And if you want your debit card and everything, you just tap, tap, tap your rip down. Everything you don't even pull out your card oh. at Disney World. But you have to get your fast passes in advance before you go so that you can fly to passengers and get on for two days before you go. Wow. Yeah. That's the one thing about Disney, too, is, like, they try to make everything as seamless and as easy as possible. And so, like, your experience will always be great. And so, like, the thing with the Magic Bands is not only are they great. But how can they get you to spend more money? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. What can and we do? Swipe on the card. What can yeah. we do to get rid of this whole, like, thing of watching themselves swipe? Oh, there's 50 bucks. Oh, there's $300. You know what I mean? Right. Have a Magic Band. Beep. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah, you don't think yeah. about it. And then not only that, they send them to your hotel room. So, oh, like, you don't even have to carry them around. Yeah, just They're just like, the park. and would you like this delivered to your room? And you're like, yeah. yeah. For free? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know? Like, yes, I would. Absolutely, yeah. I do. And you walk in at the end of the day, it's like, I bought all of this. I bought all and of you this. don't know because it's not <laughs> in your hand. Magic exactly. Evil. It made me buy all of this. <laughs> yeah. So, her sister actually did something great, though, with her nephew or her niece and nephews, is whenever they would go around, because this is some device for you, when they're going around, like, oh, I want this, she calls them the gimme. Give me this, give me that. They get the you know. gimme. I want this. Give me this, give me this. Yeah. So what she did is she's like, okay, well, what we're going to do is you have this much money, and by the end of the trip, if you want this, you can have it. But what we're going to do is take pictures of everything that you say you want, and then by the end of the trip, you can allot that money to whatever of these things that we took a picture of that you actually so they say, want. I want that. I want that. Because yeah. that would ride dumps you out of a good job. You know? Right. And they, they, yeah. they want you to buy the stuff for your kids. So if the kids say they want it, you take the picture. So it's not telling them no necessarily, but then five minutes later, they've forgotten about it. But yeah. then right. they feel heard. It's like you took the picture. So my sister was like going through and her littlest one had the most just a full photo album and i said hey dalton what were some of the things you took pictures of and he goes uh yeah he had no idea but in the moment you think you need it right and then they were like smart about what souvenirs they actually got because she had them in a photo album that is a super good idea that is because then the kids don't get to fit in the moment they forgot about it five minutes later because now they want this over at this Mm -hmm. gift shop right you just spend the money and be like you said you wanted this and then they're like no i really want this so she just has a photo album at the end of the day. All right, you look for the photo album. What did you actually want? And then you can name it. Which the cool thing, too, is the youngest one, his the thing that he got was actually the one, like, it means the most to him. Like, yeah. he still today, he got a, an alien from uh, Toy Story popcorn bucket. And he, he hauls it everywhere is what they were saying. Like, he has it up on his wall. He takes it down. Like, he actually uses it. And a lot of that junk you get from the parks, you're like, well, what closet what can this do? get stuck yeah. in? Right. right. But because they had to do the whole process of, like, one thing from the photo album, not just the first thing you see, grab it, then he, like, feels special to it because he picks it out with his own money. Yeah. That's yeah. such yeah. a good idea. That is a good idea. But the parks have changed since you've been, so I'd say give the parks a chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was, like, really leaning towards the cruise. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, okay, where can we get yeah. the most? Bang for the buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both super fun. Like I said, I think you have to do both. I mean, you know, one now, one later. I don't know what that looks like for you. But or do the well, land and sea? We go to Florida every year, so. So, yeah, you got options. Totally plausible for yeah. us. Yeah. You got time. You got time. I'd say do them both. <laughs> okay. Age. She's going to be seven. Do uh-huh. I need to do it now? Or perfect. No, it's perfect. For cruise? For or both. For parks? Yeah. Yeah, both. yeah, but she's saying which one would be better at seven. Oh, probably at parks. parks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do. He's not gonna. He's not gonna remember going to. I mean, you'll enjoy them you know. at any age, but the parks—they have a special nostalgia for when you're a kid. You get the nostalgia built young, and then yep. you can go back as an adult, and then you reflect back on that nostalgia. Okay. So, is this his first time going? Yes. Okay. 
So what you need to do when you first get there, find a janitor or go to town hall and get him a first visit pin. And then they're just right. little, they're little pins and they'll just hand them to you and they'll put his name on it and it says, it's my first visit. And then throughout the day, the cast members will like cater to Make him. a big deal out of it. Oh, yeah. cool. Your first time. Oh my goodness. And they get excited and the, bu- the buttons are free. Yep. So. That's what you gotta do. I have to remember all we the We dropped things. a lot of Diz knowledge on you that you didn't need. Yeah. Within a matter no, of like I love it. Good, I love it. So. My, uh, we're waiting till my kid, because my youngest is 18 months. So oh, we're yeah. waiting a yep. little bit until she's old enough to start building How memories. How long are you gonna wait till every parent has their ideal age? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Because my kids are right now four, gonna be five in January. So like four, three, and one and a half. Okay. Um, so we're gonna wait until the youngest, I think, is around that three or four yeah. age, so she can kind of remember. Sort of get and, around on and her own also, and also, yeah, get around on her own. Yep. Be mm-hmm. able to listen a little bit better than a one and a half year old will. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're and by then, God knows how the parks are because they just. Yeah. I think Disneyland just did the the di- uh, the Star Wars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Land just opened. Star Wars Land just opened. Galaxy's Edge. Right, and who knows what it's going to be in another five years, depending yeah. on what they roll through and pick up. Always rolling, <laughs> well, always changing. Right now, especially for Hollywood Studios, they're doing so much to it right now that like, and Epcot in a few years as well is going to be a completely different park. Um. They just opened Galaxy's Edge down in Florida, but then they're also going to have, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride and, like, all these awesome things that are coming. Plus, they just opened Toy Story Land. So, like, Hollywood Studios especially is going to be, like, the place to be, you know, here in the next couple of years. Yeah. Right. It's like Disney's gotten so big that when you said they have their own island that only they're allowed to Cast talk away. at, yeah. I didn't even think about no. it. No. I wasn't even like, really? It yeah. was just like, of that makes perfect own, yeah. sense. Yeah. Of course right. they have their own island. <laughs> yeah. Why what don't they own? They're going to own me in the next five to ten years, I bet. Oh, man. <laughs> well, in Disney Plus, the streaming service, like you said, yeah. Verizon customers get it for free. i yes got to check do. that out. The Mandalorian yeah. looks, so that looks so good. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They, they can do whatever they want with, I mean, they look at their toy box. Yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Fox. Yep. Disney. Yep. You've got Star ABC. Wars in there. ABC. I mean, they've got pretty much all the toys the to play with. They do. Well, and they actually have said, you know, people from Pixar have actually said that they now build characters with the thought in mind of how can this sell as a toy. Yeah. Yeah. So Cars specifically was um, brought up basically because they wanted to be able to sell toys. So Cars the movie was founded basically because of toy sales. Yeah, that's smart. Yep. But I mean, it's a good show, but even still. Everybody has a lightning McQueen, you know? Well, I have like six. Yeah. Right. Somewhere around, but having to find one. Good God. Well, in every every movie that they make now, I mean, think about it, especially in the terms of Marvel moving into this next phase and X-Men is going to be coming in. Every movie they make, every, it's like, how do we make this stand on its own, but also have the ability to tie this thread to all yep. these other things. Okay, perfect example. The Pixar, that theory of like how all the movies yes. are connected. Yes, all the Pixar movies. We talk right. about that in our in our podcast. They, they put Easter eggs. So they'll put like certain yeah. characters in a Pixar movie that maybe they haven't even had the movie come out yet, mm-hmm. but they put the drawing in there. Well, and then, well, then there's that theory though that they're all in the same universe. So yes. like clear back from day one, yeah. Toy Story is actually related to pretty much every other yeah. Pixar, you know, show. Yeah. Right. Well, isn't there the theory that Jesse is actually Angie's mom's toy from the beginning. Uh, I actually don't know, but that makes sense. And I've heard like Tarzan's related to Tangled and her yes! that mm-hmm. on the boat. And it's yes, like, I've there's heard so that many too. theories and connections. And 
Disney really doesn't really ever come out and fully confirm stuff. I think they kind of like to speculate. Absolutely. You know, anything to get people talking about this the next time. Well, so if you watch at the very end, and this is probably something that everybody already knows, but if you watch at the very end of Frozen, you actually see Rapunzel and Flynn Rider going to the castle for their wedding. Yeah. It's like the, the back side yeah. or like the yeah, back, back corner. It's, it's her cut head. hair, so yeah, it's, it's obviously post, you know, Tangled. Right. But it's her cut hair with Flynn Rider, and they're walking to the castle it's for crazy the. Crazy how they're all connected. What did we watch the other day when you and I both were like, "I need to know where she was buried because there was an Easter egg in it." Uh, what we just saw it in the movie theater. We did. Maleficent. Maleficent. What yep. was in it? Um, Anyways, there's yeah. always Easter eggs in every Disney movie. They they you know throw back to a different one. I know. Mm. No, it was Toy Story four, and when they go into the antique shop in Toy Story four, that place they probably have. A hundred different Easter eggs within oh, yeah. just the antique I shop. All that. <laughs> yeah, mm. like I they have. Toy Story Four yet? So they have like the album for like Coco or whatever the guy that um his that he thinks is his De grandfather's Cruz. De La Cruz or whatever they have his album, um record or whatever there. Like there's a lot of different things. And you have to like own them on DVD and be able to pause because yeah. you need to see everything. Yeah, so right. We love those. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, we got off on it was kind of like Tangent. a hybrid. Yeah, sorry. Hybrid. No, it's no, don't fine. Don't get us start and talk about Disney unless you want to be here for three days. You know, <laughs> right. that's us. That's how come we can make a podcast about it? And because we have so much crap to say. And we still got another episode to record for our Disney podcast after this. So like, yeah. we we're gonna keep going. Yeah, we love it. We yeah. love talking about yeah. it. I'll talk your ear off all day. Because like recently, I heard the uh, the top villains you did right before Halloween. Oh, come on. Um, yeah. I don't believe that I think Jack Skellington you is the protagonist. Really? He's not the villain in that story. Really? He's not okay. a villain in that right. story. Did a Facebook um. <laughs> People to me on Facebook. No, they Instagram. didn't. They did. Oh. On oh. Facebook. And Instagram, they were like, no, he's the protagonist. Like, he's yeah. the guy. He's the yeah. hero. Um, I think he's he's one of those that he starts out as the villain because, I mean, he kidnaps Santa Claus. Right. But then he has that hero arc Pirate. where he turns yeah. into the hero. So. I don't know. That one's on the fence. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm on the fence. <laughs> now, is it a Disney or, I mean, is it a Christmas or a, a Halloween movie? <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going to say it's a Halloween movie only because, uh, as I like to call them, the, the hot topic basic bees mm-hmm. um, who start their Halloween is on the way in August, oh, which I hate. Oh, yeah. um, always. Start with Jack Skellington. Yes. Yeah, start with Jack Skellington and, and what's her name? There, Sally. that'll, Sally. Piss, that'll Sally. piss some of them off. And, you know, what's her name? You know, the stitch, what's her name? The yeah. stitchy girl. The lady that sells, she has a knitting circle. I forgot her name. Yeah. Blink-182 sings about him. I mean, come on. Jackie Sally. Yeah. Um, but that always starts and then yeah. it goes away after Halloween. So I'd say it's a Halloween movie well, and based it is, on I agree. That. All the characters are Halloween and then they go into the Christmas village. Exactly. So Halloween. it's a Thanksgiving movie. Oh. You could say that. <laughs> no. The best Thangsgiving movie is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That is oh, a Thanksgiving that movie. That is yeah. a Thanksgiving movie, and it's fantastic. In fact, I'm trying to think of other Thanksgiving movies that are popular, and I can't think of one. So you're probably right. But I always tell people when they're like, oh, I get so tired of decorating for Halloween, and then almost right after I have to decorate for Christmas, I'm like, if you just do Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. you've covered your bases for like yeah. four yeah. months. Yeah. You're going to piss off a Karen in the neighborhood because yeah. she's like, skeletons for Halloween? <laughs> Karen for Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Don't be a Karen. All right, Carol. <laughs> yeah. Don't care about your opinion. But, yeah, that makes sense. she shed over there. Yeah. yeah. Look makes at the North Platte rampage, and you sound off there. Yeah. <laughs> with pictures. Yeah. <laughs> with pictures. With blurry pictures of your nail over the lens. Oh, wait, are those your parents? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this beautiful picture. I Why think. is this focused on my thumbprint? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like a selfie. All right, take your picture. We get back. And no, no, you're not facing the wrong way. Cool. Well, we'll wait for them to walk away, and then we'll ask somebody else. Yeah, exactly. We'll do that at Disney. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, 
Or I actually have asked people that are like a certain age and under, otherwise it's just a selfie, or if they're just teetering all over the list, <laughs> then they don't check it, they just hand it back to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't want to make it so bad, so like, make sure it looks good, and we're like, oh, I'm sure it's great, and we walk away, and you're like, Away to another showing. Yeah. <laughs> and ask somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> but we always try to look for millennials because we know that like they're on top of it. it. Yeah. Just like with without filters when yeah. you want. Like yeah, they're just exactly. scrolling through your phone. You are, are we boomeranging or yeah. is this just a regular? <laughs> Did you want to use Snapchat? Yeah. 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 They're getting all your angles. <laughs> Get some lighting. Okay, take a step to the left. You're like, wow, okay, yeah. we got this. They're just opening and linking all of your. It's like you don't even have your apps linked. Hold on, yeah. just a second. I already Jeez. posted it for you with a great hashtag. Like, yeah. <laughs> all my followers know I just took this picture, so you should be getting some likes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a trend? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as they're handing you the phone back, it's like, and a lot of people have been asking me about my skincare routine. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nobody asks you that question, yeah. Karen. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Also, person. do you want to buy Plexus? Yeah. No. 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 Not one person. <laughs> no, a lot of people have been asking me about Snap. No, they, they haven't. haven't. They just they really yourself and yeah, yourself. Just stop, please. Yeah, maybe your Rem- mom. Reminds me of that episode. I don't know if anybody's ever watched Schitt's Creek. That show. Oh, I do, yeah. we've watched a few episodes and we've laughed really hard. But it's one of those we got to back, go back and revisit. The, yeah. um, there's an episode where, and you have, did you say you've seen it? Or? Uh-huh, I've seen okay. some of it. For those who don't know, it's essentially about a bunch of Hollywood socialites who are down on their luck and they lose all their money. And uh, it reminds me of the, whenever anybody goes, and a lot of people have asked me about my skincare oh, routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of the episode where one of their, uh, the mom's friends sends her a bunch of makeup and it's a pyramid scheme thing oh, like you see mm-hmm. on Facebook. Uh-huh. And they invite all the people from town to like sell this stuff and yeah. it's really bad. They're like, well, why would you leave out all of this high quality, reasonably priced product? <laughs> and everybody sits there and listens to the spiel and they're like, yeah, I, we were selling this like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's that's the funny thing is because Holly especially has gotten a few of those, but they don't understand that we're from Salt Lake City, which is like the mecca. Like we're talking DoTerra, we're talking USANA, we're talking Advocare, all these ones that people are just now getting here, the the wraps or whatever. um, They're all in Utah. Utah. So like we know about (laughs) all these things. We've we've been ahead of the game for a long time of like we know what this is. Plexus. Once we get like all those. There are a few good ones. That I just can't support it, but there's some stuff that I'm like, okay, I can't wait to get it. Yeah. 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 Don't quote the Magic Penny Witch. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what it was written, kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, I know you've mentioned that you have to go and do your own podcast after this. Yep, um, I do. But real quick, uh, before we let you go, it's kind of started to become our standard mm-hmm. question that yes. we ask everybody. Um, in your opinion, uh, and there's no wrong answer to this. Uh, other than a Disney p- theme park. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, what what yes, what does North Platte need in your opinion? Hmm. See, it's a strange question because we've loved the kind of the small town, homey feel, if that makes any Not sense. having so much stuff to spend your money on. Yeah, That's right. what I told him. I said, think how much money we're saving. We don't have an Old Navy. We don't have, you know, certain things that I like that I'd be spending money on that I don't necessarily need for living. I'm living fine with everything I have. So we're saving money by not having the stuff we need. There are two places we go whenever we go to, to Lincoln, and not even Connie, but Lincoln, Trader Joe's and Plato's Closet. Yeah. Those are two things that I would bring. If we could get those two things. Have you guys heard of Plato's Closet? Oh, yeah. You have? have oh, you? yeah. No. no. So that's actually <laughs> really? where I got no. this. Let's see. I'm always at least one item on my body per day is from Plato's Closet. Yeah. At least. So, okay, so this is a Victoria's Secret uh, collegiate huckster wear with the glitter. You know, it's like collegiate wear is way expensive to begin with, but then Victoria's Secret realized, um, whatever. 
this would be sixty bucks at the store, and this is twelve dollars. Yeah. So they it's consignment. So oh, okay. they will only buy stuff that's like new or slightly used. Can't have old. Can't have rust. Has to be new. Has to be trendy. Unless it is like supposed to be like a. Well, yeah, unless it's like yeah. the jeans that are supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's a store I think would do really well here because it's taking these name brand big box store stuff that we want, like the collegiate wear and the Victoria's Secret, and selling them for a quarter of the price, right. a fraction of the price. Right. And, but the one thing that's different about them as opposed to some of the other places, like a lot of them on consignment, they're like, well, if it sells, we'll give you your money or we'll give you in-store credit, you know, whatever. And that's that's fine. That's the way to do business. But what they'll actually hand you the money before you they leave. They give you cash. So, so they have no guarantee that you're going to sell, but they'll yeah. still pay you. Yep. So, like, for me, if I'm sick of something, I'll go running to them, get some money, and then get some other stuff from them. I think that would do really well here because I know people like to kind of save their money. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're more income or a fixed income or a farm income or whatever, but they like to be smart with their money. But you can get good quality stuff for cheap. So I think that they would probably do really well here. And Trader Joe's. I mean, we do have plenty of grocery stores, but their prices are so good. They're so And their food their is insanely so good. Yeah. So I'd take, I would take the Plato's Closet. That would be my number one thing that I would want here uh, for clothing. Mine would be Plato's Closet. Or not Plato's Closet. Mine would be uh, Trader Joe's. If hey, I could have anything. Can I take it back now? Can I take it back, Steve? You what? want Plato's Closet for me? I misspoke. You <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She actually did get these shoes. Uh, I don't know. Could be. (laughs) Honestly, I'd say probably a good 50% of my wardrobe is Plato's Closet at this point. It is a good store. It's a great store. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln has one. Carney, I mean, that's that's the closest one. Carney doesn't have one. But, and neither does Grand Island, I don't think. Or Mm -hmm. maybe Lincoln. Yeah. Maybe Omaha. I know it's been a one in Fort Collins. Okay. Yeah. So that was the biggest one. Just Uh, recently. We went to one in Boulder. Just kidding. Oh, Boulder, yeah. But so that's like right there, right? That's yeah, where it would do well here. Pretty but much I, from Fort Collins all the way to like Colorado yeah, Springs. It's yeah. all one town. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all the metro area yeah. now. It's all Denver, <laughs> right. basically. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we have everything we need as far as like necessities go, as far as anything you could ask for. You know, I think we have pretty much everything we need. And because we don't have the Cheesecake Factory and the Pepsi Courthouse and stuff that I would just spend the money on, I'm saving a lot of money. Saving a lot of money. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, there are places I do like to go out to eat, but not as much as I would at... You know, some of my favorites that I have, the nostalgia suit, or my nipple, and stuff like that. So we're saving money by not having those things. So I think, honestly, we have everything we need. But if I was going to be worldly and materialistic, then I would put I'll put I'll get some more clothing because that's what I buy there. But you can never you can never I mean, having more is better. Like it makes the economy grow. It gets people here. Right. Um. It'll also help. So even even if because right now what I've found with North Platte is. Is it's basically railroad and hospital and then education. Mm-hmm. And if one of those three, obviously education never will, but if the other two, for whatever reason, collapse, it's like, oh, no. You know what I mean? So having more businesses would kind of help alleviate that kind of stress. Right. What do you do? Uh, I, I mean. Change your preference depending on the. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends on what, you know, what you're eating. But, yeah. I mean, there's that expansion on West A that's going to. Uh, bring in some affordable housing and mm-hmm. also be zoned for business. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I think having the jobs that we have here and um, not to throw any uh, support behind a political candidate. That's not what this is for. But like we talked about in our previous podcast uh, about um, Brandon Kohler running for mayor. One of his things is we have good jobs here, but work on the wages, increasing wages. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. he plans to do that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but 
you know, increased wages or even more manufacturing type jobs or something like that here. Something, like you said, to bring people here, mm -hmm. which will then in turn bring in the Trader Joe's and the uh, Plato's Closet yep. and the Old Navy people think we need in the Olive Garden. We don't. Um, <laughs> and the Possible! Oh, I love Olive Garden. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I could go on and on about that. Um, I think, I mean, like you said, it changes by the day. And again, there's no wrong answer to it because they're all going to help. And they're all going to be symbiotic to each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. So mm -hmm. Everything yeah. is connected. All of yeah. it is connected. Yeah. There's no one thing. Like housing is absolutely a necessity. Oh, yeah. But it's also directly connected to any jobs that are here. Yeah. You know, right. Everything yeah. is connected. There's and no one. Right, and with yeah. railroad lay and with the railroad layoffs and, and mm -hmm. rumors of more, um, that's going to affect everything else. And there's going to yes. be people that leave this community, mm -hmm. but there's yeah. also jobs available at the hospital, at the hospital, um, mm -hmm. and not just doctor and nurse jobs. I mean, I think they're hiring for custodians and mm -hmm. in the kitchen, yep. and administration type, mm -hmm. administration type jobs. There's the DC, there's the college, there's yep. those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, you just got to kind of look. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a give and take. I mean, there's people going to be leaving the community and jobs going to be going. At the same time, they're building new houses. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you, you kind of have to try and figure out where those two connect. And I think there's some pieces missing as I far agree. as new businesses mm -hmm. and things like that that need to come in to make those ends, those pieces yeah. connect. And hopefully, I don't know, hopefully that, I mean, Chief Industries is building some stuff yeah. here. Yeah, uh, they're going to be. They've yeah. got a huge project coming up, and it's going to be more of, you know, of the industrial nature, but even still, those are still jobs. Those are still exactly. things oh, helping to grow the community. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's no construction in a sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's building something. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. construction work. I mean, those are jobs there. And even if they are, uh, some of them temporary, they could become permanent, depending on how well a person does and, yeah. and the mm -hmm. needs of the company they work for. Um, Bow and Arrow Boutique mm -hmm. just opened. Yeah. Granted, it's not a, you know, $100,000 a year job, sure. but, but it's, it's still a job. Yeah. It's still something. Yeah. Um, but well, and you, you know. got to look at those circumstances, too. Like, if you have a, a somebody like that coming in who, who obviously has a very successful business in and of itself, up in Broken Bow, who's to say that she's not going to mentor somebody, show somebody how to run a retail business, and then they end up a full time. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like you were saying, Plato's Closet, it's a franchise, it's right? A mm -hmm. yeah. Say somebody who's listening to this, or maybe they've just been there. They're like, you know what? They You're do right. need one. It mm -hmm. would go they over here. They can start a franchise. There's yep. empty storefronts everywhere, right. you know, yeah. in town. I'll be your number one customer. Right. At All the right. mall. There's empty places at the mall yeah. that they can fill. Um, so cool. there is, I mean, there there's the potential. It's just getting people to do some of that stuff, too. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Well, and True. entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It's not scary. Yeah. It's scary. It's hard, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. going to do well. Like your whole life, you yeah. know, running it, you know. Right. The only thing you have for collateral is your house, and you've yeah. got a family living in that <laughs> house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you so can't. Yeah. Um, well, and I will say, I've I've talked to you know the chamber quite a bit about this very subject and things like that, and and Cassie Condon's actually been doing a great job she yeah. has been. of she really working has been. her butt off to try and get businesses to North Platte and to make us look appealing, and and because. Uh, whether you want to believe it or not, North Platte is, it's a special, it's a special dynamic of like, it's how the rest of the world works is not how it works here. So like in <laughs> Salt Lake City, no, it is so true. How many it times have so we true. said that? Like you go into places and you're like, okay, North Platte is not like, I don't think no. so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like unique. to new businesses, they don't believe they don't it. Get no. It. They yeah. don't get it. 
Well, and so like in Salt Lake City, it makes perfect sense because they're like, oh, there's not 100,000 people within a certain amount of, you know, miles or whatever. We're not building here. But what they don't understand is we've been talking about Lincoln. We've been talking about Kearney as places that we go shopping. And so that's a foreign thought to, to big business is that that's the way things can be and are in yeah. this neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. And so Cassie's been doing a great job of being like, no, 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 no. Look, this is actually, if you really look at how many people travel to North Platte as a destination shopping experience, you're three times what you guys are suggesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and then look at, okay, let's, I'm going to take Fort Lauderdale by, for an example, just because in, in anywhere in Florida is like this, unless you're in the boondocks of Florida, which I have never been in the boondocks <laughs> of anywhere in Florida, <laughs> unless it's the Outer Banks. But anyway, so like you're traveling anywhere in Florida. How many like street um, the strip malls are you seeing? Yeah. Okay. How many restaurants are in those? You can never ever really go find one and go to that and really. What am I trying to say? Basically, make an effort where you can mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. You have consistent business. Mm -hmm. yep. You know. Right. How much harder is it to market in those communities than it is here? Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, I think and in a community this size, even if it's not a big recognizable name, even if it's Joe Blow's yeah. Tackle mm -hmm. Shop or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, word of mouth is powerful Huge. here. Yeah. Uh, social media advertising is good here because it is a small community. Um, people can make, I mean, there are folks that if you have the, the balls to do it, you can go out and start a yeah. store and be successful. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you also see there's there's a failure rate, too. There's a lot of businesses, even small businesses, that have closed. So, And some of that is, I think, that mentality of we have nothing here. So we're so going to town. go to Kearney. We're yeah. going yeah. to go to Lincoln specifically to shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is ridiculous. Pretty much everything that I've bought that I that I need. Mm. I mean, this equipment. If you're watching the video, obviously I got this on Amazon. There's yeah. no around here that mm -hmm. sells this. Yeah. But yeah. that being said, um, oh, groceries, clothes, yeah. car work, yeah. uh, whatever else. I I can find it here. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I get it here. I yeah. don't have to drive 100 miles to get it. I yeah. saw the post on No Limits that said, I'm starting a post of all local places you can go for Christmas and holiday shopping. Yes, and I saw that too. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. And so they made a whole list of places that maybe people went, oh, I've never heard about it. Where's that one or whatever. So they're starting this conversation, which I thought was very important for people to be like, wow, we have a blank and a blank and a blank and a boutique and stuff. So they were maybe hearing about other companies that they maybe haven't think that they haven't left their house or whatever. Exactly. They haven't gone on a break for a while. So I thought that post was very helpful because I saw a few names on there that I thought, hmm, I don't know where that one is. Let me look at this interesting. Yeah. Well, Have you ever been into Deborah's first class interior? Mm -mm. Go. Where's that? Okay, um, you know where the art center is? Mm -hmm. It's literally next to it. I was going to oh, say, I can think of the logo. I was it's trying to remember. It's not a logo. house. Okay. It's, um, it's a building. Yeah, it's a building. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Like interesting stuff. Huh. Very interesting Okay. Stuff. And see, I haven't been in it, so yeah. now I will. That is so see, one that word of mouth conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. and all the boutiques downtown uh -huh. uh, that there are. Um, there is even a consignment store there. Yeah, in the yeah. back of the one boutique, it's like consignment clothing. Cheap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot down, and there's a lot in this town that people I don't think realize because they're just so blocked off from this mm -hmm. mentality of there's so much here that they have to go to Kearney that yeah. they just have written off the town yeah. they live in, which is sad. And they're just looking yeah. for the big box stores. Oh, we don't have a Target like a big, you know. Yeah, they, they think, the the, yeah, they think big box is the, the, the bar for success. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. In a lot of instances, uh -huh. it's like, no, you're just buying the same cheap crap everybody yeah. else. So yeah. have you, you ever know? heard that saying, like, as we are young, we are just constantly trying to fit in until you finally realize that, oh, wait, your uniqueness is perfectly fine just the way you are, and that's Ooh. what everybody loves about you. I like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what big box stores is like. 
store them. It's like yeah. everybody's trying to get in, so they go to those until they realize that there's That's all these they're cool. little boutiques, yeah. and they have way cooler stuff. And wait, I can actually express who I am Ooh. by going to those. I didn't think about it that way. But That's, That's true. Perfect. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I will say your business will boost with Polly and I if you have an animal in there. <laughs> I go to Ace Hardware once a week just to piss me off. Yeah, Ace Hardware. There's the <laughs> the ABC bookstore that has oh, the yeah. cats running around. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, those cats came from my in-laws. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Really? That's Dickens? awesome. Oh my god. Yep. Dickens. Um, my sister-in-law actually knows who does Mr. Dickens Oh my god. Yeah, Aww. he's so friendly. Every time I come in there, I pretend I'm interested in the books, but I mean. My no, favorite yeah. is when you're not noticing him, and all of a sudden he's like standing on a shelf, and he like grabs you. Yeah, he'll like, he's jump like hey, on your shoulder like come a parent. I'm like, <laughs> I, I am interested in finding one book that I can't find that because it's out of print. So I do go in and look for that, but then I'm just like, all right, I'm here for the cat. But if you got me in your door, you know, mm-hmm. I'm but all for office pets. <laughs> if you oh, have man. a therapy animal, I will be there to send you therapy. So. Holly calls him the campus kitty. Yeah, yeah. what's a campus kitty? Yeah, yeah. Well, we we keep trying to talk Jackie into getting us uh, an office oh, pet. Oh, she's allergic. So yeah, get yeah. a bird. A bird. Oh, there you go. It's like, think of all those stressful days if we just had uh, yeah. an Ellie to come and hang out with us. Yeah, Ellie is my black lab. Yes. Yeah, if we just had a lab, <laughs> you know how much more stress-free our work would be? I wouldn't get any work done, but... Have I you wouldn't. guys been into the pet store at All Pets over on 4th Street? I've seen it, but I haven't been in. <gasps> Found so, pet. my son and I went in there for the first time, yeah. and I've lived here for 15, 16 years. Yeah. And we went in there for the first time, and him and I were just like... <gasps> him and Gabby's <laughs> animals. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They have, like, two birds, and they're, like, parrots, and Oh. And they talk, uh-huh. and they have yes, they're so fun. They have guinea pigs. Oh, we go in there now. I found Alex out. Flip. I found out that like those kind of like exotic birds will cannot live like a human. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. So like, there's families that have those that raise them that have to know that their kids are in it for the long yeah. haul yeah. because wow. they have to pass mm-hmm. them down. Yeah, and you know? they are they are. Ex- my family is a bird family. My yeah. sister actually worked in the vet area, so when she was a Ooh. little. Um, birds that fall out, fell out of trees, Aww. we would take it to the vet, and then the vet would then give them to her, and we would rehabilitate them. That's nice. We had a, a pigeon one time as a pet until she died. Like, it, we had birds everywhere wow. coming out the wazoo. But, like, they have to, birds are one of the toughest ones to rehome because they do have uh, owners that die all the time. The kids mm-hmm. don't want them, and they Aww. are highly, highly um, attached. Hi- they're attached, but they are a lot of work. Oh. Yeah. They are extremely a lot of work, especially really? those ones, because you have to talk to them. You oh. have to. And you wouldn't think bird. You think, oh, they're just kind of self-sufficient. Yeah. And honestly, if you have one who is, who does not have a pension and who has not been talked to, they are very much isolated in of themselves. Really? My sister inherited one, and he just wants to stay in his room. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. Mm. Sounds like that when I was 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he has an entire room to himself. You never can see one because he's always so mad. Yeah, just mad. Stay in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he is. He's like, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> That's funny. Don't come talk to me. <laughs> Look into my teenage life. Yeah, right? Can you hand me that strawberry? <laughs> I was always getting the icing from my mom. Yeah. Like, do my laundry. Slight, smi- slight smile because he heard that my, my chemical romance was reunited. With yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's just like... This, this pleases Birdie, but yeah. I'm still not coming out of my That's room. That's been, like, every <laughs> third <laughs> post, like, algorithm-wise on Facebook. I'm like, number one, how do you know that I like My Chemical Romance? Number two, <laughs> like, is this something me. that you're just telling me, or is everybody else getting this as well? Yeah, I am right. not getting that if that answers your uh, question. I'm not either, but... I, I'm only getting it because of some of my friends. That it, like oh, when it first started, they're just like, oh. yeah. and in amongst all my like, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a lot of those. And 
and all and of that those. Fucking cat. Yeah, and that woman yelling oh, at the cat. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> that is the oh best. Yeah. Which the one? Best. There's five thousand. I know, yeah. right? Any of them. I like. Them. I laugh every time. They're Have you guys followed the Maple Rock yet? Uh, oh, yes. yes, I've yes. heard about oh that. Oh my gosh, I gotta do a story on it. My news director sent me a message. I've been following the Maple Rock in Omaha forever. Or it felt like forever. It's like a month. And then my news director, Jackie, sends me a message. Hey, run this. This is hilarious. And I'm like, woman, I'm way ahead of you. So <laughs> I was so excited that she asked me to finally run the story on it. So we're going out to Omaha in February. I'm doing the tower challenge of something where you climb a tower at a bank and it's like a race. It's like a 5K, but you run off a tower. Oh, we're doing that in Omaha. And I'm like, I have to do the rock. And if somebody just throws a bunch of like, I'm going to be pissed, and I'm going to flip a table. Like, the, the rock better be there. Like, I am so excited about this stupid flipping rock that it should probably sit there so people don't run the curb over. But it has got, like, people drove from California, never been to Nebraska before, but guess what finally brings them to Nebraska? Not the Huskers game, not the, you know, the state capital tour, anything. No, it's a rock. It's a rock? They came to Omaha from California. They'd never been, and they flipped through that group. They're like, we're coming from California to get a picture with the rock. Doesn't it like, have more likes on its its own Facebook page than Shimmy Rock? <laughs> I wouldn't. So the girl was saying that started it, she's like, it, it had been 24 hours that they made the group, and they already had 7,000 followers. And I was that like, what? Now That's it's insane. like in the 30K yeah. like, with the group now because yeah. of the likes and stuff she gets. I don't know. It's something. And it's hilarious. So I'm like, any reason to get people to go to Omaha, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Bring to Nebraska for a rock. Okay. Yeah. People putting googly eyes on it, just throw dirt yeah, up I saw that. and just sitting up on the rock. <laughs> like, it's 20 degree weather. I'm like, this is hysterical. I need to start a rock here so we can get people to come to North Platte. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, I need to start something right? viral like A local rock. meme yeah, here. Yeah. Let's think of this. Would that not be hilarious? Yes. It would. Because there's the one that, and I'm sure you've seen it, Um, the, uh, they're not good, or they're not great donuts, but day I eat donuts, it's oh. daylight with the L missing. Oh. That's actually the Carney daylight donuts. Really? Yes, because if you look at that original day meme. <laughs> yeah, day I eat donuts. If you look at the original meme with the missing L, there's a newspaper uh, machine right next to it that says Hub on okay. the side, Carney Hub. Oh. So that picture, was, yeah, that meme started in Carney, Nebraska. Right? People so probably didn't know it was Carney, though. No. Yeah. No, they didn't. So I mean, they other than the people that, because I lived in Carney yeah. for a while, and I'm like, is that a Carney oh. Hub? You know, what I, so that's and so funny. The last time I was in Kearney, I'm like, I, I wasn't even anywhere near there. I'm no. like, I gotta drive by and yes see. You do. The L was up there, but the newspaper like machine was still there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, yes, it is okay. the Kearney Hub. I'm like, one. yes, yes. That's so awesome. their L had fallen off, or it wasn't lit up. Yeah, no, it had fallen off. Oh, so it just looked okay. like day I day I day I. Oh, that's awesome. So. We'll hmm. think of something. We'll, we'll collaborate. Yeah, just this be on the lookout around yeah, town. Yeah, so be on the lookout for something that you can put this on the map like Omaha. Because people that have never been yeah. in Nebraska are just driving to Omaha to sit on a rock. See, and like, I'm tempted to say, let's get another rock, but we can't do that. Yeah, we got to think no, of we something. No, we got to think original. outside the box. Although, it would be kind of funny if we got the flat rock. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, because we're flat rock. Oh, get it? Flat rock. Uh, yes, yes. So who's going to total their car on a flat rock yeah, just yeah, to start right? this? <laughs> well, they said the reason theirs is so bad is because it's like kind of starts flat, but then it's kind of ramped. So as you go up, you kind of launch, and then you do high center on the top. And you, the only way you can get down is from a tow truck. Oh, genius. Because it's a ramp, so you go up, and you're good, but then it's good, and then you high center. So is there car. always a tow truck just like yeah, I, there? There should be. There has to be. Yeah, there has to be. Because people are just doing it because they want the experience now. Yeah. yeah. Now they just want to be internet famous. They, did, they said there was a Jeep that pulled up specifically on it. I mean, not the undercarriage, but the tire. Just pulled it up on it and then was, like, standing outside in the car just to get the picture. Oh, my, my God. car's on the rock. This is how we rock crawl in Nebraska, baby. This oh, is my God. Good in Omaha. Yeah. Like, go see a rock. That's that awesome. That is hilarious. I love it. Could you imagine being that person, though? You're in your, your suburban and all of a sudden, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just touching you while your kids in the back. It's right. 
right? It's not one of those things that you can just be like, oh, no one saw. Just turn and walk. You know, yeah, you're, you're out stuck. Of here. You're it's like stuck. I am now the eyesore of the entire parking lot. Facebook lives down there where somebody will just sit for like an hour and yeah. Facebook live the They're rock. They're just living it just in case anybody crashes yeah. into it. They're oh like, all right, gosh. who's got the next watch? And yeah. people just go Facebook live a rock. Oh my <laughs> like god. That's what we've turned into. Is just but the best is when people get out and go get their picture taken with it while they're Facebook living. But CNN gosh. actually ran a story about it and somebody said the reason that they ran and the reason they're so excited about it is because we have all this political and shootings and all these really yeah. sad things. So why not get excited about a rock? Why right. not make right. it fun? And why not make it go viral? If people are getting excited about doing photo shoots, putting googly eyes somebody put a scarf around it somebody like took their christmas picture around it like why not get excited about that that brings some whimsical fun into our life and we need it the most right? somebody got proposed to in front yeah, of that yeah somebody rock. got pro- seriously given yeah. a rock oh a diamond God. a rock i gave you the rock at the rock because it was like when you come on hard time will you be my rock or something it was so cute that, that was the cover photo of the picture. oh my that gosh that is hilarious get excited about good things like that in nebraska why not yeah i'm excited yep. to go there myself so if you got, got a weird-looking tree or something cool, yeah, DM us. Slide in our DMs, not mine. Yeah. Slide into yeah. your own DMs. <laughs> yeah, you can you can slide into mine, or you can find us on Facebook yes, at North Platte. All from that. Uh, at North Platte, in a nutshell. Yes. Yeah. Of coming to North still, I'm still writing people back from when there's like, hey, come get a free. Hey, haircut. I know this was two years ago, but thanks. Um, uh-huh. I tried it. I was good. Did you also try this? Yes. Uh-huh. Speaking of, uh, sorry, I just have to throw this out there. Speaking yeah. of DMs, one of my favorite things to do when I'm just hanging out, like on looking at Instagram stories or something like that, is when you will post like. Screenshots of my I'm telling you, DMs I had a guy <laughs> message me the other day that said, Hey, do news do news ladies ever sell their used shoes that they've worn on the news? I would love your old shoes. What? <laughs> That's the weirdest one I've got to date. He was like, Hey, like I would love to have some of your shoes and I was like, Well they smell like Swiss cheese because I have sweaty feet, but I guess I could sell them. I I didn't say that, but I thought How much you ruined the spin. Yeah, exactly. I know I was like but he's like, do they ever sell like their used shoes? But like, they have to be ones you've worn on TV or like. And like, he stays to last. One of my favorites, and it, it, it was the first time I reached out to you about doing this oh, podcast, uh-huh. was somebody when somebody messaged you about Jason said he looks like your dad or, oh. or something <laughs> like that. That Mr. Cool Dude, yeah, or whatever. is that your husband uh-huh. or is that your dad? Uh-huh. So when I messaged her like oh, yeah. the first time, I was like. Um, hey, I know that that's your husband and not your dad. This yeah. isn't a creepy yeah, message. Like, I'm not hitting on you. Like, I, I wanted to start off right away. Like, I'm not one of those dudes who's going to be like, so, like, can I look at the seat you sit in? Can I just pet your keyboard, please? Oh, my. <laughs> you know, like, one of those weird. What garbage can you spit out your used gum and I'd like to look at it? <laughs> can I buy it from you? Where is your landfill? And do you have any business cards on sale? Yeah, nothing right? is weird to me anymore because of the creepy DMs I've gotten ever since being a, a public figure. But, yeah, when you messaged me, I thought that was so cute. I was like, oh, my gosh, I read it to you. I was like, Jason, this guy wants to come be on our podcast, but look, look, look how he ends it. I'm not trying to creep like yeah. you and ask you if that's your dad. Yeah. I, know, I know you're married. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I could, so hilarious. so every once in a while, and I, I like that you scratch out the person. Like, you call I, out the person's yeah, name, you don't call anybody get, out. Yeah, but they're going to get wild in my DMs. <laughs> I figure, you know, it's their name's not in there, so I'm not calling Yeah, but them it's out, funny but that, yeah. I thought I'd share with you, I think <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> I think they're funny, and a lot of them are, like, people that don't even live here. Like, they're just, I think they just kind of follow all the news ladies, and they just where they just, they just go for the gold and see if they can just get brawned or something. You know, it's like, I'll ask for the shoes, but if I just get a shoelace or something. But some, <laughs> some people are bold. Like, 
<laughs> some people are bold. They'll come up to us like at the store and be like, so how do I get so-and-so's information to maybe ask her out on a date or whatever? Oh, yeah. And we're like, oh, my gosh. you think we're going to give out yeah. that information? Right. Come on. Well, and the one guy that asked me at the Will, we were shopping at the Will. We call it the Good Will. Oh, yeah, the Will. The will. <laughs> so he wanted one of our reporters' number, and he was old enough to be her dad. Oh, at least, yeah. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. I don't give out people's personal information, but I'm we can tell you right now, it's in her office. Yeah. Like we've had people call the station that are like, so how do I, how do we get a hold yeah. of them, like, directly? And it's not for story idea. It's for no, the they want to go true, on a date. But, I mean, you know, I appreciate the effort, but also you're double married. So. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Can I just smell the air inside your car, please? It's <laughs> 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 just the weirdest. I'm waiting for that uh, one. That I've one given was... weirdos ideas now. They're just going to be like, can Now my DMs are going to blow up with all these things that you're saying. Can I smell the air inside her car? It's going to be Jerome actually just next Yeah, I'm just going to make up <laughs> fake accounts and just be like, I'd, I'd like to lick your straw, please. <laughs> it's just weird shit. I'd like to lick your straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh <laughs> just so I can look at your Instagram story and be like, yes, what am I made it? Yes. You're making all these fake accounts to vote for people. <laughs> <laughs> <Until> you. <laughs> they get real bored in North Platte being stay-at-home dads. Look what they do. They make fake accounts. Right. And just in the new ways. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. <laughs> my wife will be <laughs> like, what are you Jackie. doing? And sending creepy yeah. DMs to Holly. Yeah, make sure you send them to Jackie, though, so yeah. it's not just me. you got to make her feel included, you know? Yeah. Send, send them to all of them. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then just rotate them. Boys included. Grab all your lipstick. You're like, I don't wear any. Yes, you do. I saw them purple lips on the news. Can, can I please wear your Thai's underwear? <laughs> <laughs> like a loincloth, please? Uh, um, just please put these in your notebook, put them in a Ziploc, and mail them to me. Oh, what? <laughs> One at a time? I'm One at a time. I'm going to mail them in my notebook. Right. <laughs> and then when I get a bunch, I'm going to put them on a big pile on my desk, and it's going to be like Scarface, and I'm just going <laughs> to... Slam my face into him. Some dip. I'm just gonna <laughs> eat it. Yeah, that thing weirds me. I haven't had out in one. I mean, like, just weird messages that you see me or other people will screenshot them and put them in my. I have a closed Facebook group for just feeding these women that I'm in, and people will do that. They'll screenshot it and post it in there. And just the, it's just nothing is off limits for these people. It's crazy. It's strange. Uh, it's just, it's funny. It's, it, it provides clutter to me because I can not take it too seriously and I, I laugh about it usually because they're usually harmless animals or whatever. But women, I mean, you don't really get them, but women mm-hmm. get attacked in the dms yeah i mean there are new people that we've known though in the past that like have literally had people come to the station yeah, from another up. state yeah just will show up yeah, and be like i'm looking for so and so oh really our meteorologist had to get a restraining order because this guy like he texted me like stuff oh, to him yeah. and he won't oh give me my gosh. Mm-hmm. so it can get wild but the, the one like can i have your shoe i'll laugh at it and screenshot it <laughs> <laughs> keep it that mild please don't actually show up at my house okay yeah <laughs> all right yeah. So on that weird note, yeah. let's go ahead and wrap right. this up. Now you guys know our true colors. We're weird. Right? Yep. So uh, thanks again to Holly and Jace for coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out their podcast, Navigating the Magic. Um, I listen to it on Spotify, but I mean. It's everywhere. Yes. Yeah, I mean, wherever you, you listen, it's on there. Listen. 
Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Yeah. We love talking Disney, as we saw. <laughs> Disney questions. They're going to get Disney questions from Ginger. Yeah. They are. I'm just <laughs> they're going to get the Did weirdest shit from me. Did you see this one? Uh-huh. Oh, we'll talk about it all day. All day long. Yep. We love it. Yep. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at npnutshell at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram, uh, npnutshell, or you can also hit us on our Facebook page, North Platte in a Nutshell. We're totally so. going to have weird DMs. Oh, I want weird and DMs. And you can DM them NP Nuts. And be nuts. <laughs> Ginger and Jerome will send you their used socks. When yes. you said nutshell, I thought you were going to just stop at nuts. So. No. <laughs> nutshell. Nuts. We, you know, we couldn't get nutshell at Gmail, so we just got NP nuts. <laughs> at Hotmail. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if it's available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.